The D and Davis Show. D and Davis, the show. We are back. Back, 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 back. Uh, this show is going to be uh, a down and dreary show. If we're talking about Chicago sports. Thank you, Ryan. Because <laughs> it's nothing good to talk when referring to Chicago sports. Winter nothing? Sports. Nah. Hot stove a little bit. No, no, that's well, eh, true. Well, what I we, think the stove cooled off. Yeah. Oh, you could touch the stove now. Nah, yeah. Ain't that hot? Kids can actually touch the stove. Yeah. Like, go ahead, kid. Do whatever you want with the stove. Go, Rick Hunt. You go ahead and touch it. I ain't turning on just yet. So we're definitely going to jump into what's going on with the Bulls and the Bears. Both are underwhelming, to say the least. I'm going to go around and underwater. We're going to go around the league on both kinda. Uh, and definitely going to give you some off the top. My name is Kenneth Davis. You know his name. His name is D. DeMonspero. What's happening, everybody? Hey, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at D and Davis Show. Once again, it's at D and Davis Show. Facebook.com forward slash D and Davis Show. iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Music, Stitcher, the TuneIn app. We're on Anchor. We kick you over to Spotify and YouTube and Podcast Republic. That's the name of the other podcast uh, um, platform, or I think it's Android specific. You can find us at too. All right, Podcast Republic. I'm on Twitter at Demons One D D E M O N Z E One. Ken's on Twitter at That's Davis. Executive producer of the Dean Davis Show and Dean Davis to Flip. One Mr. Ryan Bukovsky. Ryan's on Twitter at Ryan B Ski on IG at Ryan B Ski One. And making his uh, return to the show. <gasps> we need some hand claps, right? Ryan, make sure you put some hand claps. Guy Stevens. Woo! You can find him on Twitter at Pay the Guy. What's going on, guy? How you doing, fellas? No. Be back. There you go. So let us know what you've been up to. Uh, Off the top. Yeah. As I look at Candace Parker. Well, no it is idea. peak season at my job. Uh, Which is peak season? Oh, FedEx office. No, the other job. Oh. Oh, football season was great. Okay. Nice. Uh, nice. Uh, high school football season just ended a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um. State finals, a lot of I didn't know how many rounds there were in high school football playoffs. How many? Yeah, it's quite a few, right? It's a lot. I, it, like too many, I can even I couldn't even count them. Okay. I thought I think like, like damn near everybody makes it in a sense, right? No, no. in a sense, you in Indiana, it right? Like it. Yeah, it no, felt like every team. Everybody don't make it. No, I ain't gonna say everybody, but I'm saying like it's quite a few teams in high school. They yeah. do, they do, yeah. They you play up quite a few games. Yeah, yeah. so it was fun. Um, basketball season just started a few weeks ago. Oh, nice. Um, so they've been taking a lot of my Tuesdays, my Wednesdays, so mm-hmm. some Wednesdays, um, a lot of Fridays. So you covering varsity? I'm guessing. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Uh, they actually got me covering a little hockey too. Really? It's going pretty well. How's that? <laughs> it's interesting. Like you got to be like the only black person up in the spot. Yeah, I am. I'm flying I'm, milk. I'm one of two. I'm okay. one of two. Oh, who's the way. other? Uh, I'm the. I'm one of. I think his name is TJ. Okay. I'm one of two. The only other black guys that works at the station. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 Well, real quick, before we get into uh, breaking everything down, going off the top, you said you work at FedEx, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So I didn't notice they put jewelry on UPS trucks. I do the same thing for FedEx trucks too. Yeah, definitely. Jesus, this is amazing. Shipping everything. I guess so. I wouldn't trust you all. What are you gonna alienate the the people that want to ship? I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust you. Exotic goods. That's all I'm trying to say. I wouldn't trust you. Wait, wait. Let's go off the top. All right, off the top, man. Pookie, <laughs> you just can't let it go. This is a sad one. 
Josh Gordon banned definitely by the NFL for PEDs and substance abuse. Damn. He compounded. He said, not just the drugs. I want the strength. <laughs> uh, we kind of knew when this. I'm high, I'm strong and high. Basically. <laughs> we kind of knew this when he was let go by the Patriots that another one was coming. I think at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. we knew another one was actually coming. Yeah. He so, stepped away from football himself. Exactly. So that count, that we knew that one that his suspension was coming. He's out indefinitely. This is his sixth time being suspended. Five were for substance abuse. Again, this one is added with PEDs. Um, hopefully, he gets some, some help. Yeah, obviously he's a, has an addiction problem. Well, I think we knew that about four. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Ago. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He was going through this college yeah. coming out of Baylor. Yeah, that uh, he had an issue. So hopefully he can get some help. Uh, had that phenomenal catch. Was it this Sunday? Yeah, he had this phenomenal fingertip catch this mm-hmm. Sunday. Uh, phenomenal athlete, but you know somebody that's just a little bit of, well in some big, big kind of personal life trouble. So we wish Josh Gordon the best. I wonder. Um, how many times they're testing him? Oh, a lot. Are they testing him like, what was it, no, Eric no. Reed? No, what was it, no. Eric Reed? They had Eric like, Reed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, why are you testing me so much, whatever yeah. like that? But we kind of think that's we all because. Paid. No, he gets yeah. tested often. Like, he has to. It's no question. Once you're, once you're in the program, you get tested a lot. But think about how many times he's been busted. It's probably like they every probably just show up every, every other, week. Yeah. Like, hey, drop it. Right? Matter of fact, just send it. <laughs> like, Damn, that's sad, man. Well, hopefully he gets some help. I say obviously he has an addiction problem. Maybe um, he can't do both, fight the addiction and play football. So he should just do the drugs is what you're trying to say. Did he say what kind of drugs? No, but it, definitely it was substance abuse. So we know he's had a problem with alcohol too, right? Yeah, but they're not, they're not popping him for alcohol. I don't mm-hmm. think they popping him from alcohol. I would, I, you know what? I know I, he got in trouble. He yeah, got in trouble. Was he drunk at one time or something? No, he, he, got in trouble? he had a, I don't think he still has that ban. He couldn't drink alcohol until the end of the year, but that was the calendar year. He thought after the season when players, like a bunch of players hopped on a plane, I think they went to Las Vegas, and he had a drink then, but it wasn't after the calendar year, so he got suspended. It wouldn't, I, I, well, I mean, people thinking about substance abuse and drug abuse, they never really think about alcohol, which is the same thing. You can abuse that and be addicted to it and have the same ramifications on your life and your career, obviously, that you're seeing right now. But I would be interested to know if they also was testing, like, are you drinking as well? Because, listen, when you have an abuse, I mean, you have like an addiction abuse, man, you can't really have anything because it can just lead you back down that, that road. So, um... But yeah, Ryan, maybe he just can't do both at the same time. Maybe he needs to kind of step. Maybe this is a good thing he can and, and he's able to save his life some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you when you're constantly abusing some type of substance and, you know, saying you're killing your body. Maybe this to kind of wake him up and, you know, saying maybe being away from football and just, I don't know, maybe get his life together. He'll be all right. Maybe so. Maybe it just can't let go. <laughs> Keep calling me, man. I'm joking. I'm sure I'm joke about something like that. It's serious. So, but still, it's it's sad. I mean, um, yeah, especially the type of athlete Josh. I mean, don't forget that freshman year. I mean, that rookie season when he missed like what four games. For he still came back and killed. Still yeah. led the league in yards. Mm-hmm. Like, woo. do you think? Do you think he'll get any kind of other kind of option? I mean, you have an XFL coming out sometime soon. Yeah, with a C- with the CFL, with a CFL, CFL look at him. I don't know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, if yeah. he wants to go that route, I mean, you know what type of beast he is. 
Um, I wonder if the, if the NFL will ever give him another chance. Now, maybe if the, if the uh, indefinite suspension is lifted in a year or two, mm-hmm. I'm sure a team on a flyer that has a, a, a receivers that are out and hurt may may think about it. Because I mean, in all fairness, if you don't depend on him. It's a, it could be a, a good thing for you. Now, if you're depending on him like we need him here every game, well, that's going to be an issue. If he's just a, a surplus, basically, then it's a it's a benefit to take that risk on a player like that because when he's gone, if you have the receiver depth that doesn't hurt you as much. But if you're like, this is I do, I, I couldn't depend on him. He's 28 years old now. So let's say if he's out another year or two, possibly he returns at 30. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't have the mileage on his body, but he has a mileage on his body as far as abusing his body with substances, with substance. So I don't know. I mean, Man, I guess he would definitely be a flyer. Substances did to Josh Hamilton. They made him stronger. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I don't still see. How he Josh is out Hamilton. the league right now, too. Right. I mean, he's been out the league yeah, for a long time. Kind of retired. He, he, yeah, he retired. Yeah. But I mean. Man, I can't believe Josh Hamilton was doing the drugs he was doing and how he came back and how he was killing with the Rangers after Cincinnati trade. But didn't he fall off the wagon again, though? He did. That's what for happened, sure, right? For sure. A couple times. Yeah. Definitely out there in Anaheim. He did because they had the old man that was with Texas, him too, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, even after he came back. Because remember realized. also there was the issue where what was uh, Washington, the coach? At Texas, got he was doing the coke and Ron oh, Washington. Ron Washington, yeah. you yeah. be doing the coke and you got Josh Hamilton on your team. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Damn, Damn, Ronnie. Damn, Ronnie. Yeah. He was out there doing like, it I too. If he was trying. He was, he made it seem like that was the first time he was doing coke at fifty something, and he played <laughs> in the eighties. But remember, we just found I thought out. it was salt. Wait, wait, wait. But, <laughs> but remember, though, we just found out they didn't. They wasn't tested for cocaine. True. I'm, 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 no, my point was this. Oh, they say it was they was they was testing upper management or coaching yeah. staff uh, cocaine. But my only point I'm making is he was really old to just start trying. You know who else? That was, if, if this is actually true, that's a shady lady that was like, "Hey, you want this bump?" Maybe on? it was uh, the Dolphins' coach. Oh, forgot about that. Oh, that one was crazy. <laughs> the one that had the the the, the, the offensive line coach. He was oh, like on a yeah. boat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot about Sugar, that. where's that white powder? Yeah, oof. Man, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Hell of a drug. All right, off the top. Um, I guess we can bury the Bulls real quick, or at least some type of like uh, thoughts on the Bulls. Guy, you're covering basketball right now. It's at a, at a prep level, but hey, let us know what you think. You hooped. Uh, the Bulls stink in so many parts, but... I know a lot of people are going at the gym boiling, and also too, uh, there's there's a belief, a Twitter belief, high uh, conspiracy even, that Jim Boylan has a burner account. I'm gonna give you the Twitter handle. It's at Twisted Lord eight nine nine. A guy by the name of Josh. His, his Twitter handle is at Josh JB uh, J Bulls Hoop. He actually is a contributor to uh, a Bulls podcast called Bulls in the Hoops. And he's put it out there on his Twitter. He's uh, talking about the Twitter handle. This is a thousand percent Jim Boylan's burner account. Plus, initials are JB2. Look at look at all the tweets, replies, ladies and gentlemen. We got him. I'm going to actually defend Jim Boylan a little bit right now. It's a little bit. I ain't saying a lot. A little bit. You just doing this for the show? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was upstairs washing dishes and I was thinking about this. I was looking at some highlights, looking at some little, looking at some film, and some, listening to some interviews. I was like, you know what? Yes, we all know Jim Boylan stinks. 
Yes, we know he should not be a, a NFL. Uh, I'm sorry, NBA head coach or NFL. Yes, that too. And yes, I know he twisted the knife in the back of one Fred Hoiberg when he got let go. I remember listening to the, uh, the airwaves of 670 score and listening to the voice of Jim Boylan. And it just sounded like he was a snicker. Like, hey, I got you. Get out. Get out of here. Just getting, Fred screaming. Ite, yeah. Brute. Yeah. Just get, get, get. Just kick him. Just, just a foot right in his ass. Right out the door. Right. But I will say this. Bank, based on the game last night or when they played uh, Oklahoma City, they was up by 26 points. Jim Boylan is not on the court. This a lot of this shade, a lot of this hate got to start going to the players. A lot of it. You got to sack up. There is no way in hell you should give up a 26-point lead only in the fourth quarter. I know Jim Boyley can only substitute so much. He can only do so much. But damn it, you got to be able to have some type of pride in yourself. You got to be out there like, listen, somebody's getting smacked. Somebody mama's going to feel this because you ain't going to do this to me. You ain't going to do it. We got to now start putting a lot of this fire up under the asses of these players. Jim Boyle, we already know, as I said before, not a good head coach. But these players, man, this, this is just, this is unbelievable. Unforgiving and unbelievable. Lori Markin had like 13 points again. Zach, 39. Where is everybody else? Ah, this just this is my this is my feeling, man. I know everybody want to get on Jim Boylan, but I think it's now to kind of you get get on Jim Boylan, you get on front office. These players, man, they got to step up. That's just me. My well, I already talked on the show about my disappointment in Laurie Market. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I've harped on is the, the dedication and from Zach Levine to fire up the other guys has been an example of this is what the lead dog has been doing. Zach hasn't been playing bad. He hasn't. So it's not inspiring, but he hasn't. So to me, I look more at Boylan and management because they they pick these players. All right, they 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 they've had a, a a weakness at the small four position by consistently bringing in injured players. When you look at Otto Porter, when you look at the fact that uh, um, what's what's the name, the um, kid from Michigan State. Denzel Valentine. Oh, yeah, yeah. You look, even Chandler Hutchison has has been out yeah. and missed. And like Denzel, actually been doing pretty well lately. Yeah. These. So it's, to me, again, I'm. I I do think the players, you know, play for the name that's on the back of your jersey too, like yes. your family name. Yeah. But they selected these players and they chose an inexperienced guy to lead them. And at what point do Chicago teams, let alone the Bulls, get out of let's go cheap with our next coach? You're a, a, a you're a, a prominent, especially when it comes to financial NBA franchise. You're the third or fourth uh, highest in value NBA franchise. Regardless if you fired a guy, you should be able to go out and get some a legit somebody, not someone that hasn't play, uh, coached in the pros before. Like think about it: out of the last five coaches, who coached in the pros before? None of them. Out of the last five coaches, for Hoiberg, the, for, for Boylan the, didn't. Hoiberg didn't. Scott Scouts. Thibodeau didn't. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm just. I don't, I don't, I don't, well, we had Scott. Well, Bill. Bill Cartwright. Bill Cartwright didn't coach in the pros before he got that job. Well, he was assistant coach. That's but, okay, that's but head coach. No, I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. All right. So Thibodeau didn't. No. Who? Uh, who was before Thibodeau? Right before Thibodeau. Vinny. Vinny Dell. Vinny Dell Negro. Vinny yeah. did. Vinny did. Vinny was he just? I don't think so. I think he was just, just in the management. front office. He was just he was looking to get a new yeah. coach. Yeah. Vinny yeah. didn't. 
I, what am I on now? I don't even know. I'm, I think I did five already. Yeah. All right. And so, it's only been like it's only been what six head coaches since Phil Jackson left. No, much. like Tim Floyd. It's been at least Tim, Tim Floyd, Floyd, Bill Cartwright, who hadn't been a head coach. True, yeah, he was Bill in college. Cartwright. Bill Cartwright. Then Skiles was Skiles. Uh-huh. Vinny Del Negro. Uh-huh. There was a Jim Boylan. Yeah, before other that. Jim Boylan. Yeah, other Jim he Boylan. He was an interim. He was an interim coach. Yeah, no, then Tim, not- Tim uh, um, Tom Thibodeau, mm-hmm. Fred Hoiberg, mm-hmm. and now um, Jim Boylan. Mm-hmm. At seven, right? Yeah, and only one of them actually coached in the pros before. Yeah. Which why? That, like, just think about that. What head coach position in specific? What sense head coach in the NBA? Mm-hmm. What sense does that make with a charter franchise that you always go out of your way to look for someone that's inexperienced? I think maybe this is just my theory. You look at a Phil Jackson. He didn't coach in the NBA either. But the, he was in a CBA. But the thing he was an assistant. But the thing with that is you just struck luck with that. Yeah, he's the proven commodity. Right. Like that. That's the outlier. Doug Collins didn't coach in the head. Didn't coach in the NBA before he got a coaching job with the Bulls too. I don't believe so. But that's the did he? He didn't. I don't think so. I can check. That's the outlier. So like, yeah, you hit on Phil. But come on, you can't sit here and think this is the formula moving forward. No one else is doing this. That's the big teams use. Look, even the Knicks don't do that. Think about that. The even lonely the, ass Knicks. Even the Knicks, like yeah, I could say, look at the Lakers. Even somebody like the the Knicks tries to go out and get. He may be the wrong person, a big name person. Doug Collins did coach in the program? No, he didn't. He was a player from 1973 to 1981 with the Philadelphia 76ers. 1986 as coach, first time Chicago Bulls. Come on, dog. And that's Jerry. He's like think like Paxton goes in and knowing I got to make the money low for the head coach. What? It wouldn't, but you know what, Ken? It wouldn't shock me if the next person is like that too. Because I don't no, think no, I don't I, think Jim Boy is here for the long haul. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing that this is a Paxton philosophy. I'm saying it's a Jerry. Oh, he's an organization. Jerry Ryan's story oh yeah, philosophy. it's an organization thing. So yeah. regardless of who's the president or general manager, mm-hmm. you're going to still get the same guy signing the checks that says this is how I prefer mm-hmm. to do it. Oh yeah. So that's to me is the biggest. And it's I mean it's something we've seen with the Bears for the most part. Yeah. You know it's something we've John seen. John Fox was the first. Coach that I mean, even a long time. I I won't was going to say history of the team. No, no. no. Uh, Dave Wan said no. Dave Wan said was no, an assistant. It's like a part, who else was it? Party. Some one of those seventy guys was a head, was coach, head coach before. Yeah. Okay, so maybe like in a very long time. Yeah. But you but you're right though. Yeah, and come on, dog, it's ridiculous. You see it with the socks, except um, Ricky. Yeah, was a yeah. We he yeah, had he was a manager of the Cubs, but yeah. outside of that, this with Kenny, guys. how many years were Sox fans saying get rid of Kenny? A lot. But this is the thing, though. Kenny Williams isn't going anywhere, and John Paxson is definitely not going anywhere. And he and he knows it. He's he's He knows it so much that he, typically, traditionally, he always has a Christmas interview on 6-7 score. He acts that. I have theories as to why, but then he just gave, he gave five beat reporters Five Bulls beat reporters um, right. access to him, and he was able to do interviews with them just in, in written form. How weak was that, by the way? Really weak. Yeah, it like, was. Come on. I think he has a little axe to grind with the station, but it's weak, though. It's so, Hold a press conference. Dude, it's it's a ju- speak on the can. I get tired of this. Like, did anybody hear, like, Mitch? I heard some sound on him in the score today doing Bernstein at midnight. Mm-hmm. And Mitch was sitting there saying how, like, well, nobody's going to believe in us anyway. He's talking Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. He, quarterback for the Chicago like, Bears. Bitch. 
Because it's like, how am I not going to do my job and then I'm going to complain that you don't back me up for not doing my job well? Like, shut up. Yeah. Like, if anything, all I want to hear from Mitch is, you know what? I, this year, I don't know what happened. I'm going to sit here. I'm, I'm going to make adjustments, make sure that I'm that I, this year I finish out strong like I've been playing. Mm-hmm. But don't sit there and make it seem like it's our fault for calling you out for sucking. Remember, he did say he wanted all the TVs not, turned which off. Is, so, but it gets back to your. So Paxton, what you're saying is not shocking. It, it gets to your Paxton point. Mm-hmm. You you're inept, and we're, what we're supposed to be rooting for that? Yeah. Like, dude, do you understand this is, I, I get it's your job, but the good thing about that, you're getting paid. I know you're extremely stressed out. I, I can get that, that, you know, even with the fact that you're paid handsomely, you're stressed out. I think it bothers Paxton what's happening. But I think it does, too. But I think it does, too. He believes in insanity because he does not change enough. He still applies the same reasoning and the same. We got to get tougher. Yes. It, 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 he, it, he applies the, the same mythology to solve the problem that he and solved other problems or he, he he changes it a little but not totally enough or does it go back to what you said before this is the organization thing is it jerry and michael hey we like jim boylan we don't want you to get rid of jim boylan this playing devil's advocate a little bit it could no it could be because i agree with you i think john john paxton is a red ass and i think he's very he's ultra competitive just watching him as a kid growing up and also too just just kind of like hearing his interviews or whatever seeing his mannerisms or listen, yeah, listen to interviews of him on TV or on the radio. I think he's ultra competitive. Yeah, see him explode on Danny Parkins, unprofessional. Yeah, yeah, very true. I would have fought his ass that day. I oh, done well, it you know, him. one I would have done it for Dude, him. But I'm like, like I said, you need though, to get out of here. But like I said, but wait, 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 at one point in time, everybody did think that he was going to go. Right. I think he even said himself that he oh, was it was stressing Derek, him out. If Derek didn't get drafted, it seemed like the call for him was yes. so loud yeah. before Derek got drafted. That's yeah. what saved him. That's what him. saved him. Yeah. Dra- dra- them being uh, getting lucky in the lottery and, dra- and drafting Derek That's Rose. why like just the World uh, Series Championship saved Kenny. Yeah. yeah. Kenny never won the worst since he wouldn't still be there. Nah. He'd be out like Ron Shula. Yeah, he would have been gone. But thankfully, you had a hometown grown superstar who you almost got to the NBA Finals with, and Kenny Williams, at least you can say this, Kenny got a ring. Yep. Kenny built a championship team. It could be, it could have been a blip in the, on a, in the history uh, timeline, but he got a ring. Well, Paxson benefits too that uh, Jerry cares more about baseball than he does basketball. You know what? I think he loves, he loves John because I think he, for, he for him, that. But I think but it's a Jerry Jones, Jason Garrett situation. I got my yes man. Why the hell would I change? Well, also, too. I don't I, think this is abusive. No, 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 no. It's not I, that. I don't I th- think that their relationship. <laughs> yeah. I, Jason Garrett is getting abused. <laughs> I think it's a simple fact that Jerry loves John because he John helped him win four championships. He was an assistant coach for one of them. And the other three, he helped him win championships. He helped them and win one title. No, well, he's on the team. That's if all only we could get Michael Jordan, no, John. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Boy, yeah. And I was, I'm a Paxton guy. Wait a minute. I wanted him the, to start when PJ took his job. But. That's one, though, as we just said, Kenny got him one. And everybody knows Jerry Reinsdorf is loyal to a fault. He loves that guy because he helped him win. So he doesn't have to go. And now it finally dawned on him, dawned on John Paxson probably after Derrick Rose. Like, man, I, I know I got the job forever, but I know I really got the job forever. And he wants to try to fix it. The issue, the problem is... He's not completing. He's not doing what he's supposed to do to try to fix it. He's not the person to fix it. Yeah, that too. And like now the United really Center is empty. Cared, he should step down. Yeah, I've never seen pitchers or even witness the United Center like almost empty. What's to go see? 
Yeah, what are you looking at? But but remember, as we always said though, we know this. The the Michael Jordan effect in those nineties Bulls led over for another ten years. Fifteen. There you go. Now it's starting to hit them. So I don't know if John well, Paxson doesn't want to lose and can you do before it's like, all right. People are apathetic now. They don't even care anymore. That's the real thing. Who I, listen, I'm 37 years old. The Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan, all them, they raised me. Raised me. It is baffling to see this happening to this franchise. I rarely watch Bulls basketball. They haven't been this bad, like I think, in terms of people not caring since Tim Floyd. Yeah. But you know the funny But that was a short amount of window because they got good kind of quicker again. But you know the the worst part about it, going off of what you just said? They didn't have talent back then. Right. Right. They had young Brad talent. Miller or something. Yeah. That's what I'm but they, they they didn't have talent. Yet, I mean, we're talking about okay, a young Ron Artest. Very, young very young. Yeah. A young uh Elton Brand. And, and this uh, before Brad Miller. Crawford. Before Brad Miller got Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh so when you're sitting there and now you have what was supposed to be a team with the chance to get to the playoffs with the talent evaluation and it all failed. It's regressing. It's like, dude, They're why, regressing. why am I going to spend my night taking this in when it's not going anywhere? There's nobody really on this team. And yeah, we can say like Wendell and Kobe, but that's one of those things. And I'm not saying that those players may not grow. But that's also just liking players that your team's drafted. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's so like having be, Kyle Lauer and the other one in Toronto before yeah, Kawhi went DeMar there. DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But even they were better than these. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they were. But I mean. But even if they grow to that level, it's like, where still, are you going? Yeah, where but are you the problem going? is, can they grow in this environment right now? No. Because you might have a Kobe White if he was somewhere else or Wendell Carter if he was somewhere else. Hell, even a Lori Markin if he was somewhere else. They probably could be doing better. Maybe. The environment Maybe. they're in is stifling them. Well, I think it's you know, hard. You don't have anybody to teach them. Exactly. Yeah, it's hard to have player development when we always talk about breakdowns defensively and offensively that every basketball person should know 20, not to do. Twenty-six point lead going to the or in the fourth quarter. Yeah, or, how do you how do you lose that? You you're not teaching winning. You're not teaching finishing the game. I that mean, was, there's no killer instinct being supplied by this player development, and that was all mental. Because now you got to worry about the team. Now you got to worry about the players. Like, damn, it's fourth quarter. I know we got to leave, but man, we usually give these up. Now that's not, now you got the loser mentality. And now you got a loser mentality. Who's the coach that turns that around? And the coach comes out and says, like, well, you know what, man, we're growing. We're growing. We're doing good. I know we're young. We're growing, though. You know what? They fought hard. They fought hard. No, dude. You lost a 26 point lead. And you on a, you're in a press conference talking about how happy you were the way they played for three quarters? It's like what? when he lost to the Lakers. No, I, care. <laughs> I do care. I Listen, man. Look, the White Sox and the Bulls are my favorite teams. They are my favorite teams. Just ride teams. with the White Sox right now, bro. Say what? Just ride with the White Sox right now. Oh, I am. But I love the Bulls. It's old age. I love the it's Bulls. It's easy. It's, especially once you see it's written on Like the Bears, we ain't see that coming this year. Right? You but thought, the Bears have been bad most of our lives, though. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying But the, the, what I thought this year was going to be. Clearly, we thought the Bulls may be interesting, but the Bears may mm -hmm. make it to the second round of the playoffs, mm -hmm. right? So that one, I was that one kind of hurt me because I thought even if the basketball season sucked, I was going right. to ride a nice football high into that basketball until some mid, mid January, exactly, right? Till the All Star break, almost, right? So for the start off with bad football and mm. then compound it with. Even worse than you expected basketball. Yeah. And so me personally, I've, I've I heard Lawrence Holm on his show 
on a score on, at noon talking about he doesn't care and how that's an issue. Dude, I don't care because they don't care. So why am I going to sit there and really be like, what are y'all doing when they don't give a flying fig about what they're doing? They, if they did, they would change. What business allows that? And plus, you know the formula to save this Bulls regime. They need another Derrick Rose. That's it. But that's any franchise, though. I, but but no, they especially no, need oh, another Derrick Rose. Yeah, because they can't sign anybody. They, they won't to grow or develop anything else. But other franchises find a way. Look at Indiana. Look at on, Indiana on TV right now. They don't. No one goes and signs with Indiana. That's a, a huge name. They still make it through trades and through the draft. It's uh, look, even better Sam than the Presti. Bulls for how long? Yeah, Sam Presti with everything he did at Oklahoma. Even though he made some had some mixed steps, we could look at the Harden situation with the contract. But that was more the owner than him but look like Miami like other look teams, at Miami other teams show you that even though in Miami maybe Dallas more of a destination great point Dallas they no one comes to Dallas right even though no. he, he's cleared the money no one's taking it but yet look what they've done even though they got those two players this year look what the Clippers did last year right they traded Tobias Harrison everyone thought they were out of the playoffs yeah and they got better yeah yeah like no it's about coaching and management. Now, I'm not saying that the players don't have anything to do with it, but they brought those players in. God. Who's scouting those players? And yeah. you need some luck for that stuff to work. It's you like the Bulls have yeah. no luck. Like, the only thing they do is make the wrong decision. It's like, it's so obvious you have to get rid of them. It's, the writing is all over the wall. It's stained everywhere. It's get them out. Get them yeah. out. Get them out. And the wild part is this. Sox fans... And I'm not going to sit there and wish death on anyone. But we all basically know when Jerry dies, that team's going to be on sale. We are stuck with Michael Reinsdorf for infinity because they're not selling the Bulls. Oh, no, you better not sell the Bulls. Guy, what do you think? You've been quiet over there. Uh, yeah, I think I pretty much agree with you guys about I've, I've pretty much stopped caring about the coaching, the, the players, because no matter what decision that management makes, they're still management and it's going to be the wrong decision. Mm -hmm. So until management changes, I can't care who's going to be the coach mm -hmm. or who's going to be the players because I know they're making the wrong decision in the first place. So what's the point of even caring who they're bringing in as far as players and coaching? I care too much. I see. Paxson's either got to go out or Weissman's got to come in. Otherwise, the, the machine keeps going. Yeah, man. You know, I want some Weissman. But, man, oh, <laughs> poor Cole Anthony is out for four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Another top five play averaging 19 points this year as a freshman down in UNC. Even though we have Kobe White, we have two Kobe uh, UNC point guards on the same team. But um, <laughs> yeah, Weissman's the guy I definitely want. And the worst part, you know what though? I don't know Weissman, but I like him enough to know I don't want him to have, be attached to this mess. That's the truth. Like if you like a player in college, but you some, shouldn't even want him to end up. But here. some young guy's going to end up. Some young talented guy. Maybe I think maybe. They might end up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is the thing, though. Okay, so we've had, what, four years in a row, three years in a row with number seven pick? <laughs> At least like three. At least three years. Three. Three years in a row with that? All right. So the, looking at the standards right now, the Bulls are at number 11 seed. They're two games out of Yeah, because you got to think. Jimmy, Jimmy was traded. That guy, Laurie. He was yeah, a seven. he was a seven. Wendell and then Kobe White. There you go. So... I mean, I think they're regressing. I don't, I don't think, brother, yeah, they, they are. Okay, they are. They're That's regressing. not a question. They're regressing. I predicted that they will probably win about 
I think I was at one point saying maybe 30 games, but now I'm saying probably about 25. You know games. the steady cameraman? That, that's uh, probably going to be number seven pick again. It, oh, shout out to. Uh, Luckily, the CLTV is closed, is, is going out of business. Oh, yeah, I was going to be my off, off, off the topic. Go ahead, go ahead. Shout out to Sports Feed. We don't know what's going to happen, but if they're not going to be on, we always appreciate everything they've done for yes, us. Yes, yes. Uh, this is a question I have for you, real quick. I'm still oh. pertaining to the Bulls. Oh, yes, yes. You know the brother, steady cam guy that works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah always yeah. enjoy having conversations mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. So, last. Weekend when I was on there, we were talking, and he's like this about Wendell Carter. He's like, yeah, you know, even with like Wendell, you know, what I'm saying if he's supposed to be this guy, you know, he should be producing more. And I'm like, yeah, I understand what you're saying. And he was pointing out that at this point, like Wendell Carter gives you maybe a, a measly ten and eight, maybe a double double. Yeah, he probably give you a double double. But if he is supposed to be who the Bulls said he's supposed to be. He should be. He should have some nights where he has twenty points, twelve rebounds. You know, I'm not asking for a lot. But this goes back to your point mm-hmm. about the simple fact of the coaching. Yeah, who's the develop- these who's the picking pick them? Who's developing real them? Quick, that's, real a, quick. that's the thing. Real quick, real quick, and we don't get paid to do this, right? We don't. None no, of us get no, paid to do this. No. Who went to see? Luka Doncic over in Europe last year. I mean, before last season. Hell, did anybody go? Because clearly, everybody named Mama should have been trying to trade up. Yeah. It's not a question. Somebody in Dallas did. Yeah. I know there was talk here. Bulls should go up and get Doncic. They should do whatever they can to go up and get him. Like, so, like, now maybe, perhaps, maybe Atlanta didn't. Maybe they did, and Atlanta, maybe they didn't, but maybe Atlanta chose to go up Dallas or whatever. Dallas mm-hmm. had more Dallas value. Dallas a trade, yeah. You don't know. But they got Trey Young. Trey Young is not. not, yeah, not no, I'm not. He's, listen, a good, he's a good player. I said on CLTV. Yeah, I remember before that. last year's draft. If the Bulls do anything, listen, just give me Trey Young to be entertainment. I know he has warts. Forget those. I mean, he can't play. He can't play defense. No, he can't. He but can't. forget those warts. I was like, give me Trey Young, dog. There was talent in that draft. Yeah, and you didn't a uh, tried to get any of it. Period. Now this year was a two player draft. So yeah. you, you weren't going to get Zion because they weren't going to give him up. The Pelicans weren't going to give him up. And basically, Memphis wasn't going to give you give up on Ja. Ja's you know, been playing very well, too. Yeah, he had 20 and 10 last mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. So, But still, looking at who's who's running, they picked the coaches. I'm with you. I think the, the owners do have a voice in that. But also, my last caveat, they don't want anybody that can – Threaten no anyone who they can respectfully disagree with. That's a problem. With you, might, you, might, you might get hemmed up with the Thibodeau situation. Give me that time. You had you had the best, and look, the worst part it, it hasn't helped anybody. You had the best working relationship. I mean, as far as production on the floor, with, with Paxton being at the head of uh, the Bulls organization and Tom Thibodeau being the coach on the floor. Tom Thibodeau wanted power because he didn't want to have somebody like Paxton do him like that again. And then Paxton wanted Thibodeau out of there. And both of them are for worse for wear for that situation yeah. instead of figuring out how to make it work. Yeah. Period. And that's that's the thing. Paxton has his yes man for GM, has his yes man for coach. Give the Tom Thibodeau these kids. All right. Oh, he had them working. Oh, he no had, doubt. He had ass work. Listen, oh, I don't yeah. care if these kids break down because they're not winners anyway. Yeah. All right. Oh, that's he w- the thing with Thibs. They would like, be probably a five hundred team with yeah, that. Yeah. So again, that's ego, and that's the problem that's going on. With I mean, but ego with Tom Thibodeau too. He didn't make it work in Minnesota. So I mean, that, and he was in control of everything. Because that's the problem, though. <clears throat> yeah. He thought he could work that job. Yeah. Like you can't work that job. That's not. We know right now that really no head coach should be in charge of personnel decisions. He should have an influence. Right. 
But a, a, a general manager, a president, is looking at the long run. He had a good influence. Hey, why don't we go ahead and draft Draymond Green? No, we went with Marcus Teague. Which we knew that was bad. That draft. Off the top. It was like, Him and D-Rose. D-Rose and Tim was like, go get Draymond. Let's get Draymond. No, we gonna go with this kid, Marcus Teague. We like his brother. When I saw Kentucky, I was like, I knew anybody. You lying. He's not from Kentucky. I've never heard of this guy. Yeah. One year. He was a one and done, wasn't he? Yes. Dude's out the league right now. He was out the league a long time ago. He was out the league when he was in the league. Like, oh, really? <laughs> that guy? Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry this pink slip took a while to get to you. <laughs> Snail mail. Man. He, he he got millions, though. He should be, but hopefully he saved them. Any other I don't know how many millions he got, D. Oh, he, got, oh, he was second back, round. No, nah, he was first round pick. Back in of the first. Well, he got picked up on another team, though. Yeah, the he got signed to another team. He I'm did. just saying plural millions. I'm not sure. Well, if he got more than two, while he got While I'm patting, po- patting pockets. Well, you're talking about after taxes? Eh, let's say. Let's say he got a meal. Hopefully, he kept it. Hopefully, he ain't, he ain't splurged it. Plus, right. his brother's Jeff T. I'm sure his brother can loan him some money. He probably tired of loaning him money. <laughs> It's like, man. Make your own career. You better get back overseas. <laughs> All together, he made $3.2 million. So what? He so made taxes, 1. Half 6. Of, yeah. Man, so we know he ain't got no million dollars. The Bulls didn't pay him a million dollars. They paid $857,000. He got a million from the Nets, oh. a million from the 76ers, $83,000 from Memphis and then $74,000 from Memphis. I didn't Damn. even know you can make that little bit of money in the NBA. He's, was he in a G League for a minute? I don't know what league he was in. How much he make in Kentucky? Way more. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. Get the bag for you, Marcus. Up top, um, can't mention it before, but uh, we just want to give uh, a big shout out and much love to CLTV uh, we've been on their sports show, COTV Sports Feed, for what, three years? Yep, about three, three about years. Three years. Uh, and as long as the show has been on, we have been guests on the show. Uh, that's from um, Jerry Payton, Josh Fryman, uh, Larry, and, Howley. Uh, Larry, Larry Howley, Andy Mazur. Andy Mazur. All the crew. Everybody My down God, there. My guy, the steady camp, the sister that's producing it. Yes, floor director. Thank you, floor director. Everybody that's we've come across from there. Also, too, we got Courtney Hall and Afia. Uh, how you pronounce Afia's last name? Afia's last name. I just call her AO. She's now the executive producer over at the jam. They saw it coming. Maybe. Awasu. Awasu. Afia Awasu. Thank you. Thank you. But we met them uh, through there, too. Um, I'm, I knew, uh, oh, I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, he is a cameraman for CLTV. Uh, that's how actually we got uh, got in contact with with Courtney. Uh, let me give him a man's name. Uh, matter of fact, he had hit me up on, uh, oh, Tremaine Williams. He Matter of fact, he hit us, he hit me up when we was on the score last time. It's like, oh man, I'm going into work and I'm listening to y'all, man. Y'all sound good. Uh, but he's a cameraman down there at CLTV. Good. So CLTV has been around since 1993 here in Chicago. I, fi- I didn't know this. I was looking at a, a post that Afia put on Facebook. They were independent at first. Um, they was out in Oak Brook. And she was talking about the time when she was working there and she was about to head home. Her shift was done. But Bogdanovich was just convict, convicted, or he was heading to jail, or something happened, and she ended up being there for another four hours. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she was, she basically said like, "Man, we put in the grind, we put in the work. I cut my teeth there. I love everybody there. It's kind of sad to see 
know what I'm saying, what happened. So I think Chicago was kind of losing an inst- inst- um, I, uh, institution. Intuition. Yeah, institution. Yes. Yeah. Intu- uh, yes. Well, I can't say the word right now. But they're losing it right now. But going even going back to when Luke Canellis was hosting the uh, uh, sports show, they all the I think I, I called in a couple of times to talk to Luke. To walk up. And, and this is the thing. I think a I major, the name of the show. Oh, man. What's the name of the a show? A major city like Chicago should have a 24-hour news channel. Period. I think you should be able to be like, you know what? Wait, is this happening right now? I need to see if someone's covering this right now. Yep. This is like this is the third largest city in the country. It makes no sense that we're not going to have that. I get that now. Everything's changing with social media, and there's 24-hour news cycles all over the place. You got to remember that CNN. They probably what there wasn't even MSNBC when they started. No, it's just 1993. A lose show is called Sports Page. Yeah, Sports Page. But that goes back into the technology right now. And I think with a lot of, especially news um, organizations and television uh, stations are going through, is that you can just get, you can get your news literally from Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, but social they, media. The talent, like you brought, like for instance, we, we, when I was on the jam a month ago, I was one of the hosts, and her name is Amy, Amy Rutledge. Mm-hmm. She took over after Tanya Francisco, who used to be my favorite morning host uh-huh. on CLTV she took over for her and then Courtney took over for her. Mm-hmm. so when I met Courtney it's like I, I look the funny thing is I since especially it was a little bit before since Courtney's been gone I, I don't really turn it on in the morning I turn on get up oh so it's your fault you killed CLTV yeah I guess so which they were still in the black <laughs> so you were the one there's one kill. viewer <laughs> I tipped the scale he went there you probably don't go to Evanston either what do you mean what do you mean remember oh, yeah. from Flip Go to Everston to buy your weed for the black folks, man. Come on, man. No. Come on. Come on. Right over my head. Jeez. But uh, definitely, uh, we appreciate it. Yes, uh, we do, man. And shout out to Larry, because uh, yes. he definitely- Gave you that first tweet, man. To hit you up on DM. Yeah, hit me up on DM. Ken came up since I was up since working out in our old gym. Oh, at the gym at the, at the old nine to five. He's like, hey, man, where you at? Like, I'm working out. Come here. Come outside for a minute. Basically. Like, like, what do you want? I'm lifting. Man. I think I'm gonna be on TV. Like what? Yeah. CLTV Sports. Like what? Was like that was huge, dude. First thing I did. You want me or you want my co-host too? Yeah. That's the first thing I did when he came when he when he hit me or whatever. Yeah, He's like, man. Who? I was like Demas. Yeah. And then there's been plenty of times we didn't jumped on each off each other's back to go do something. But mm-hmm. shout out to Larry because. I still, we, I don't know how that started. You said you had an idea on how he found out about it. Oh, uh, my man's, my man's from um, Chris Sosa. Chris Sosa. That's what I thought. I wanted. We think I so. We Chris, think so. We don't know. I we saw think Chris so. uh, two months ago. Maybe. Did you? I was having like one of the worst days, and I actually just started partially venting some of it to him. I was just like, man, some some because I he I see him because he goes to the Tribune around mm-hmm. four. He walks that way. So sometime when I'm I ran to him one time to the garage, yeah. I bump into him and I'm just cause, and I want to tell him like because he was supposed to be on the flip and why we haven't reached out to him. And he was like, yeah. no problem or whatever. Yeah. And just, he was just asking about what we were doing and how everything was going or whatever. But yeah, shout out to Chris Sosa who used to have us in the red eye. Yeah. Forget about how long ago that was. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it was all Tribune based. So we think because we saw Sosa on there one time. And it was like shortly after he was on our show. He yeah, he was on, he our, was on show. our show prior to that. Yeah, the down at ICB. Yeah. Um, and then we saw him on Sports Feed, and next thing you know, we was like, Ken got the tweet and then we was on there. And then think about we uh Tony was working with us. Okay. Tony, Tony was on there. Let's see. Josh. 
Josh Hicks, Sidney Brown. Yeah. We yeah. want to get you on that. Yeah. I want to see Kyle on that. But you have I think to I had mentioned Maya. CLTV. Maya Kai. Yeah, I mentioned Maya Kai. Tried to get Maya on there. So. Uh, she did. She was. Yeah, yeah, she was. You know yeah, yeah, she was on there. Yeah, and then Sean Sierra. And one thing that was great about sports, um, uh, sports feed, is that they really worked with local talent. Yeah, it wasn't always talking about oh, we got to get the big name talent in here. They work with local Chicago talent. People at the beginning. Yes, at their start, a lot of people cutting their teeth, just yeah. getting it in. Our first TV uh, uh, shots were on CLTV a sports lot of feed. People's. Twitter Abby is them on sports. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. All my pins, besides if we do something like now, I don't even pin our our podcast from the score on there. On on my personal page. All my pin tweets are me on CLTV Sports Feed. I hope I don't have a pin tweeted out up right now. Let me see. Cause I try to be like, it's it's not that. Oh, I put it up there every time. I'm try, let me just I love the I love the screen grab sometimes they have us. You know what I'm saying? It can be kind of comical. One that you got, it was that that one was kind of. It was all good. Damn, man. I got this old ass thing pinned up here. What you got? What you got pinned, man? Let me see. <laughs> Who you? Okay, so yes, Ken has it. It's sports pin tweets us from the sports feed. It's coming like January, for, uh, March. Uh, and he's giving the shift to somebody. I don't know who it is. Only, you don't know what, what you would know. He's he giving somebody the shift. He's juking somebody in the side. Somebody got poked. Somebody got poked. But uh, man, much love to everybody down there in COTV, yeah, we man. We really appreciate it, man. Everybody's going to land on their feet. Um, yeah. Definitely, man. Keep on grinding. And hopefully they'll use that show in, um, like Kyle was mentioning on the, the thread about they should put it on WGN. They should. They should definitely put on that. It should. They definitely Even if should. they shorten it 30 minutes. Yep. They should put on there. Yeah. yeah. Why not? I mean, like, you should have, there should be a show outside of Sports Talk Chicago that is, I mean, this again, this is too big of a city. Yes. All right. Like, I bet you if we were in New York City, there are probably four or five, probably four at least, when you look at <laughs> the Yes Network. And um, I mean, they got three radio, they get that, yes, three yeah. prominent radio stations. Up so there. I'm sure there, there's several. Let me just say several daily. Sports shows that yeah. come on. We don't have really a morning. There's no morning show in Chicago. Sports splash? No. No. But they, for instance, no. they used to have one at least on um, NBC Sports. Was Comcast Sports yeah, in that back? They used in to have day. one on there. Yeah. All but that talent. All that talent is gone now. Yeah. But that's the thing too. My last part. It's a, a lot of talent came out of CLTV. Yes. So shout out to them. Uh, definitely, you'll be missed CLTV and all the employees there. All right, coming up next, we're going to go ahead and get to these lonely, lonely bears. No playoffs this year, but, you know, we got to give you got to give our breakdown. Did D&D. anybody have them winning? Hell no. Dean and Davis okay. Show. Hey, this is Rich Campbell from the Chicago Tribune, and you're listening to the Dean Davis Show. Just going back and watching the uh, the tape, really, in all three phases. Just what we thought yesterday was, you know, we just couldn't put together the three phases at at, uh, at one time, you know, we got off to uh, um, a slow start there offensively. The defense did a good job keeping them to seven points. Uh, for, you know, only having three points at halftime. But again, you know, we've we've been through some of that this year, and uh, wanting to be able to come back out and play the third and fourth quarter. Um, and so then we got behind a little bit, twenty-one to to three, and. Um, that, that's when we get to the point where I said I was, uh, you know, at least happy with our guys' uh, ability to fight back and not give up. So, uh, although we didn't get the win, which is the most important thing, the part that, um, you know, if there was a positive, that was it. You know, so um, 
Uh, but like I said, all three phases just weren't weren't clicking yesterday at the same time. D and Davis show. We are back, and uh, it's now time to talk about one team in the city that uh, really, really disappointed us this season. But we had losing this last game, and we've been saying it for a while. They ain't going to the playoffs. They won a chance. Chicago Bears were eliminated from Chicago. Were from <laughs> from Chicago. Yeah, they should be kicked out of Chicago this season. They were eliminated from the playoffs uh, this Murdered season. Murdered the whole franchise. 21. That's what I do. 21 to 13. Uh, the green, you are eliminated. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Green Bay Packers uh, put the Bears uh, out of their misery for this uh, past season uh, with a win over them in And Lambeau. most seasons. Yeah, mo- and thank you. How, how many? How, that's a good question too. I asked another question during the break, but here's a question: How many times has the Green Bay Packers ended the Bears' season? Quite Chris Conte is pretty, Quite a few. pretty famous, pretty standard for that one. Oh my goodness! So the Bears, listen, we're um, blitzing. What? They tried to make it into a game towards the end. Uh, they had a, they had a, had a shot. Man, they had to do a lot of fl- flea flicking. It's when you start flea flicking. Flea flicking. You ain't got no shot. But the flea flick almost could have worked. But Damn, Horstead. Horstead didn't see um, who was it, uh, Cohen or Allen Robinson. Get your head out of your Allen A. Robinson, Anthony Miller had of him to bleed the block. And it was wide open, too. But you know what? You never want to. But you know what? You, you never want your season to come down to a flea flick play. You know what? You don't want them to win and continue this yes. charade the, the lies. off of Flea yeah. Flicker yes. and tell us like, man, see, I told you. Mm-hmm. And we like, they would have used that like, everything's fine, right? And we got one more game to see. We was like, nah, let's end this year. Yeah. Let's stop with the lies. Let's let, let's really be honest about what took place. Um, I was, think that was what was in Jesper Horstead's heart. He facts, was getting <laughs> This is the right thing to do. I need to do this for the Bears. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fall on the sword for everybody. Yeah. Uh, it was a collapse in coaching. It was a collapse mm. in playing on both sides of the ball, and particularly the quarterback and the offensive line. Mm. There were definitely mental lapses with the receivers this year. We talked a few weeks ago about Tariq Cohen. I don't know if he still is. I think he, him and Dalvin Cook were tied for the most drops for running backs as they were get, be, being passed the ball. Yeah, Cohen didn't have any drops this game, I think. But, yeah, um, he did. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's one of those things that, uh, again... We start off this year with what's the thing you're most worried about with the Bears? You said Mitch, I said Nagy. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there's nothing else. There's nothing outside of Allen Robinson that's really great on the offensive side of the ball, and I'm including mm-hmm. Nagy with that too. All right, and you know what? And his staff. This this year, you saw things. What are you about to say? Oh, with uh, just with your staff thing, I had a comment afterwards. Like, I'm thinking of they got to change up that offensive staff. And I would look at like what the Ravens did. Like, let's get somebody in here that gets a quarterback running and let's Whoa. really focus on the run so game. But you have one else is going to call plays. Yeah. You also got to think this is that does Nagy want that? Yeah, I don't think so. But he should. But he should because he's yeah. a head coach now. So he and clearly he's not Sean Payton, even though and then he this is what he wasn't a head coach. Let's not forget that Sean Payton had his play calling ability snatched from him by Bill Parcells when he was with the Cowboys. All right. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't a head coach at that point. Mm-hmm. It, it, it does seem like when you're talking about Greg Roman, 
Yeah, it, it seems like you could. But again, John Harbaugh is an offensive. He, he was offensive. Uh, I mean, he was a special teams coach. I think maybe uh, he coached offense one year for, for uh, Andy Reid before getting that I job. I think maybe wide receivers. Okay, but still. So it's probably easier ego-wise for him to succeed, su- succeed that power to someone else compared to a guy who came here to be a quarterback whisperer. And this is the thing, too, going into who the Bears may draft later in the draft this year if they're going to pick a quarterback out of college who's gonna raise them up because the guy that I had hopes in being a quarterback whisperer right now we can't say he's that Mm -hmm. unless Mitch is just totally unsalvageable it's not just Mitch though it's yeah it's what the adjustments the game planning Mm -hmm. all right playing to your well get him on the move yeah calling plays for your personnel there you go that's the biggest thing being able to coach your team that you have yeah and you're trying to implement things again this is going back to the beginning of the year I said ego was going to be the biggest problem and instead of you know what this is what I got we do know that they scrapped a lot of the playbook they sh- it shrunk this year but still yeah how many times do we hear like they have to we have to pull back the office for Mitch and we, but we saw you this. can see it on his call sheet all the white spaces we we, 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 we gotta we just go back to last year with running the rock alright one to be honest with you if you were sitting there in the championship window, I don't care if you did draft David Montgomery, you probably shouldn't have let Jordan Howard go. You should probably shouldn't have traded him mm. because this was because to me they mm-hmm. lack a power runner. They, mm-hmm. David Montgomery tries his ass off. Yeah, he does. He, does. He, he doesn't go down. He ain't two sixty. No, he ain't two sixty. He ain't. All right. So one, but we saw with Jordan Howard last year. Well, he's just not my type of guy. Hibau, he can injure, not injure. He can wear down the other team's defense and open things up for you that. Way. I was a Jordan Howard fan. Just yes, for those, you yes, but like you guys said, points. you got to run it if you're going to do that. If you're going to wear a team down, you got to But this is the point, though. But even more so, talking about, and I brought this up last week, well, even with the preview for for the Packers for the Packers game for Packers Bears Packers week, you got to let Mitch run as well. And the one time that he did get a scramble, I think that might have been the time they got a touchdown, or at least they got some points out of it because they was down in the red zone, or it was down on other or their. Uh, end of the field and they didn't come away with a lot of they didn't come away with points. Listen, they only scored three points in the first half this entire season. It might even go back to last last season. I'm not exactly for sure, but I know this season they only scored one touchdown against the Packers. But yeah, sixteen total points. There you go, sixteen total. Thank you, sixteen total points. One game. I mean, out of two games, one, one season, touchdown, one touchdown. But it goes back to you have to coach the team you have, and Mitch should. It, it was plenty of times that he could have got a first down. But instead of going for it, running it, he would throw it. Yep. So it's kind of like, even within him, he's still herky-jerky. He doesn't know exactly what to do. But that goes back, and that's that's what I was talking about for this year, but that goes back into Ken Point as well. How are you being coached? How are you being developed? What, are, what What is going on behind the scenes? Are you pacifying this dude that much? We It's like, there was even going back to the um, uh, spring ball, uh, it was like, oh no, no, it, it, he's looking great. He never, he never makes two mistakes. Uh, he never makes the same mistake twice. Mm. Oh, it's just the defense. The defense is so great that he's not. But he's, you know, that's why he's not looking good. No, the dude isn't looking good at all. And we saw this in, through it this entire season. So hopefully next season, hopefully these next two games. How about this? I said this before. I won't Mitch. If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna be the dude, at least go out the way you want to go out. That's a good point. 
if you're not going to get your fifth, well, you're going to get the fifth year option picked up. But if you're not going to be the long term dude, they don't have to do it right now. You know, exactly. But, but chances are, I mean, if he they has have to decide in the spring, I believe. Yeah. yeah. But let's say this. Let's say that we know you have a feeling they're not going to back up the Brinks truck for you, and you're not going to be the long term dude. Go out the way you want to go out. Play the way you want to play. If you know that you can use your legs and you don't see it in front of you with your arm, damn it, if the offensive lineman and the receivers don't know what's going on, they're like, oh, man, he's running again. Damn it, just run the ball. Plus, Just figure it out. Plus, that's more tape that can help benefit you in some place else. Yes. You could be a backup somewhere else. Somebody else can. Somebody can, may can, think that you. Yes. There's, hey, look at Ryan Tannehill. And again, he was a backup, but mm-hmm. someone may think there's potential in you, and they may have a guy, or they may be like, you know what? I think I can unlock him. There you go. I think a better coach could have gotten more out of Mitchell Trubisky. I think Mitchell Trubisky still would have messed up. I think it would have looked a little bit of when it was going good last year, where yeah, he would have been running sometimes. It's like I mean, you can't really say. He, he didn't have a terrible game this mm-hmm. game because some of those tight throws he made, but he didn't have. He a made good, a few of them, but yeah. he didn't have a good game. And I, I think this is closer to who he really is is a guy like this, and he still is a guy I wouldn't count on. Like that's the thing with the Mitch stands last season when people were like, "See, see," and it was like, "You really going deep, deep down with that?" But on top of that, Nagy is seriously flawed. Um, he and, wants to run his scheme only. And the problem, getting back to what you asked again, is maybe it's time to be the CEO and not the supervisor because you're trying to be the CEO and the supervisor. And sometimes you have to delegate jobs and perhaps you need to delegate that job. My man's through 53 times. I know. 53 times. Now, granted, they was back. They was behind the eight ball for a little bit. They was losing 20, 21 to three at one point. So yeah, you got to get to going, but they had so much time still to run the ball. Yep. And the one interception he threw that was just always kills me. It was so Cutler-esque. He threw an interception to the defensive lineman, you know, trying to sidearm and he didn't get enough side to it. But 50, <laughs> 53 times you throwing a ball, this dude, Yeah. 53 times and his rushing was 29 yards damn it give me give me tw- give me 25 passes and give me 70 yards rushing do something use your legs a little bit more son you're not you're not the dude you're not drew Brees. i know your gm wants you to think he you are drew Brees and his fantasies but you're not <laughs> with no shirt on you're not you're not him you you came in with a busted ooh, up <laughs> busted up car who drew mitch Oh my! Even god. though your 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 facial hair doesn't connect, it still is so sexy. Oh god, it's just oh man, this it's bad. It's terrible. And the defense, even though they played well, they still weren't the same defense they did. That have third to. quarter was atrocious. Yeah, man, it's just atrocious. And dude, listen, I love him, but man, where the hell was Khalil Mack? Oh, I think that's I said that that tweet. Like anybody seen Mack? Anybody? Like, come on, man. But again, you know what that tells you, too, I think? What's that? I think that also, and I, I, we, we said this, that it seems like Matt Nagy didn't lose the team. But you know one thing? And saying he doesn't lose, he hasn't lost the team doesn't mean he hasn't lost some players. Yeah. And going to the beginning of the year when Mac wasn't available after losses, that I think it, it's, it speaks loudly to his feelings about how things were being ran. Because you get to the point when you know something is some BS, mm-hmm. especially when you know the type of player you are and that at that time, yeah, he wasn't playing great, but the defense still was holding their end of the bargain and the offense clearly wasn't. And that is your head coach's job. And he was doing bad and his 
well, it was the person he picked, but it's the person that he vouches for mm-hmm. was doing terrible also. Um, the Bears defense gave the Bears offense three chances to tie that game. Back to back to back. They got they stopped they stopped the Packers three times. One time I, I don't think I don't think Matt got the sack, but somebody got the sack, the sack that pushed them out of field goal range as well. So the Bears, once again, the Bears defense. It was that uh forward pass. Yes, Leonard that's Floyd. what it was. That's what it was. Yes, yes. Uh but once again, the Bears defense, although like I said before, that third quarter was terrible, mm. but they were still able to let the offense or give the offense a chance to get them at least tied with the Packers. All right. But speaking of um Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack, Cordell Patterson, and Eddie Jackson are headed to the Pro Bowl. Cord- I mean Cordell Patterson got they did him wrong. Yeah, yeah. they did. They did that was a bang bang play. Thinking about Ken when he made that play, like man, Ken called it. He's been the best, probably the most consistent player. Most consistent this player. him and Allen Robinson probably been the most yes. consistent player this entire season. Yes, that was a perfect, perfect special team play, and the special team was one of my biggest concerns this this season, going into the season. Arthur Argus, we were talking man, to, yeah, and I asked him the question, like no one's talking about it, but about the third phase, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you've asked people that also, mm-hmm. like, but they they the special teams did well. This they year. did, they did better this they year. Did they and, did better and, this and year. They did definitely by the help of Cordero Passes coming here. I mean. I think for the most part, maybe last year with with the Patriots, but I don't remember him being a gunner with the Vikes. And remember, the Vikes were trying to use him, even though they they used him, like they were trying to still use him at receiver a lot. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know he was going to be on the defensive side of special yeah. teams. That, yeah, that guy like that. Yeah, especially being six four, basically running down there with his big self. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, dude, he definitely had a good year. And like you said, him and Allen Robinson. I mean, I can't. Really I'm surprised Allen Robinson is not here. I would put, Nick, I would, I would put Allen Robinson or Eddie Jackson this year going to the Pro Bowl. Yeah, but how many receivers? <laughs> that's true, true, receivers. True, true. So that's not the, that. Uh, Nick, Kierkowski, I'm just saying, if I had my choice, Kwiatkowski, uh definitely uh, played well. Danny Trevathan, when he was a healthy, played well this year. Um, I think Goldman did a decent job. I think when he kind of got it together, because at the beginning of the year, they were running that ball up the middle. Mm-hmm. All right. He kind of got it together. But we're, we will do, we'll be on the score three nights in the next couple of weeks. And we will give our Bears grades like we did last year around this time. Yeah. Yeah. All we right? definitely got to do So that. people can get really upset. Because um, even though this year, because they were mad because some of the grades, especially I was grading some. I was grading hard, but I was grading on what expectations were and what they ended up doing. Mm-hmm. All right. We're just going to flame everything. <laughs> All right. Like Put only the- four people are going to be unscathed in this flame. And the Monday morning, I believe, is going to be the 30th. That's going to be we're going to be on the score from midnight to 5 a.m. Um, that's going to be the well, the, yeah, the day after the Bears final game of the season against the Vikings. So. I guess the Bears got a shot to get the 500, but I think they're probably going to lose next week against the Chiefs. So we'll see. So, all right, that's a lot of Bears talk, but you know what? We're going to take a break, go up for grabs with Ryan next. All right, D and Davis Show. What's up, Chicago? This is Chris Sosa from Red Eye, and you're listening to the D and Davis Show. D and Davis Show, right now it's time to go up for grabs with Ryan Bukovetsky. Ryan? Matt Ryan pulls off the upset. Knocking off the top seed, the 49ers, here in Santa Clara with a controversial replay review touchdown and a great grab by Julio Jones. 
Well, just uh, it, it's a touchdown. I don't know if there's any controversy to it. Let's start with some NFL. I've got uh, some information to provide you, but first I'll give you the question. Four teams in the NFC are 11 and three. The one seeded Seahawks, the two seeded Packers, three seeded Saints and fifth seed Niners. And their remaining schedule is as follows. For the Seahawks, they have the Cardinals and 49ers to close out the season. The Niners have uh, the Rams and the Seahawks to close out the season. And I guess I'll give you a home and away. The Seahawks are at home to finish out the year. The uh, 49ers on the road with Seattle. New Orleans' last two games are both on the road against the Titans and uh, the Panthers for the Saints. And for the Packers, their last two games at Minnesota and at Detroit. So who will be the top two seeds in the NFC? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Seattle. And I'm going to go. Do the Saints have an opportunity to get there? They're the, uh, the Saints seed, so can yeah. be there. Right now, Green Bay holds a tie break over there. Right. Them. So if Green Bay loses and the Saints win, they'll be the number two seed. Right now, the Seahawks are the number one seed. I think the Seahawks are definitely going to, I don't want to say definitely, but I think I'm, my project, my prediction is I think it's going to be the Seahawks and F it. Seahawks and Saints. Why not? So you have Green Bay losing to the Vikings? Yeah, I think, they, yeah, I think they're going to give up a game. Yeah, I think they're going to give up one game. Because within that Packers game, with that Bears game, still, and I, I think a lot of people feel this way. Although they're eleven and three, they don't seem like a clear cut. Like, oh yeah, we about to go run the tables. Now, anything can happen in, in, in playoffs. That can definitely especially happen, especially with Aaron Rodgers. Especially with Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying that. Not saying that at all. But I just don't feel like they're a team that's going to be like, oh yeah, this is a year. So with the Saints, though, man, listen, Saints. I, I got more faith in the Saints than the Packers. Uh, San Francisco plays Seattle again? Yes, correct? they do. Mm-hmm. Last game of the year in Black. Seattle. I, I got Seattle winning it. You know what? I could have San Francisco winning that. Mm, he okay. says in Seattle, though, right? It's in yes, Seattle. it is in Seattle. And Seattle beat San Francisco in... In, in uh, San Francisco. In San Fran, yeah. In Santa Clara. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Santa Clara. I, um, I got the Saints in... I'm, you know what, just to go oppo, I'm going to go uh, 49ers and Saints because mm. I'm looking at, I mean, again, we talked a little bit about Josh Gordon earlier in the show. Uh, not saying that he was a world beater for Seattle, <laughs> but he's gone. J- Jadavion Clowney's kind of been in and out recently, even though the Seattle's defense has somewhat been playing better. Uh, but Seattle has to come back in every game, basically. Uh, they put so much on. Russell Wilson. So even though I think the chances are it should be Seattle, just to go opposite, Mm -hmm. I'll go uh, New Orleans and San Francisco. All right. I'll go a little opposite, too. I'm going to go the Niners as the one seed and the Packers as the two seed. I think the Packers will beat the Vikings, and then they'll most likely beat Detroit unless something crazy happens, (laughs) unless they give that one away. So they have the inside track at two. I think the Niners will win that game against Seattle. They'll have the tie break over Green Bay, so they'll be the number one seed. That means the Saints will be three, Cowboys four, and Seattle would be the fifth seed. You don't want to play that fifth seed. No. no. True. I mean, the two scariest teams, in my opinion, are the are the Saints and the Seahawks this year. This in NFC. <clears throat> NFC, yes. yes. In the NFC. In the NFC. I think it's the no Seahawks. No Niners? 
Nah, because I need to see Garoppolo do it in the playoffs first. The defense in the run game, no doubt football. Travels. It travels, no doubt. That's us old school football 101. I wish the Bears did more of it, right? Especially run the ball. But I want to see Garoppolo do it in the playoffs. That's what I, But I've seen everybody else. Literally, I think I've seen everybody else in this in the playoffs right now. All these teams they did in the playoffs. Didn't da- did Dak ever win a game? Yes. He did win one. They won one, right? So Dak has won one. Uh, Cousins, uh, they Detroit. was in the NFC Championship. Yeah. Oh, that don't count. Well, I'm just saying. Well, that's he, all they won. Yes, they they did that it though. Doesn't count. They did it. So every quarterback in the NFC has won a playoff game. One, two, sorry, three of them have uh, won championships. Seattle last year too. Oh, that counts. They beat Seattle last that year. That really yeah. counts. But three of them have won championships. So Garoppolo, you got to do it in the playoffs while believing your son. That's, that's fair that's, enough. Yeah, I think yes, that's fair. Yeah. To Giannis Antetokounmpo, Paul George, and James Harden, congratulations on your MVP caliber seasons. Thank you for your hard work, drive, and unwavering commitment to excellence. 2019 Kia NBA Most Valuable Valuable Player goes to Giannis Antetokounmpo. Second question, going to the hardwood. Uh, we've got the Christmas Day games coming up, so wanted to kind of get your thoughts because we'll probably see this player on that day. Who is your NBA front runner for MVP at this point in time? Oh, this is the same two guys from last year. I mean, you could throw no LeBron's in there this year. Yeah. Even I think during some parts of last year he was in there. LeBron is definitely in there. Um, Harden is having a, a terrific year. I, to me, I think when you're putting up those, those type of points and if your team, uh, depending on where they're at, is winning, I think you should be rewarded for it. Um, definitely Giannis is better this year than he was last year. He's taking threes. Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron is... Spitting in Father Tom's face, to say the least. As he, Suck on this. As he said, he's not doing any kind of load management. I don't believe in load management. But Houston's Whatever. number five. The Lakers are number one. So really, I guess what I should say, it's between LeBron and Giannis because I do think standings factor in. Um, Luka Doncic should be in that four. I would add him to that. those four guys right there. So, I agree. But I think right now, I think if I'm being fi- – I want to say LeBron because he's in a tougher conference, but he also has a better team. Probably, if everything was everything, probably be honest right now, I would have to say. They just – you know, the Lakers are still on their streak. The Lakers won seven in a row. And just, you can say a guy. They just lost. Oh, thank you, guy. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So Giannis and them just lost, and they were on what? It was a 12-game winning streak, wasn't it? Yeah, it was something pretty yeah. high like that. So yeah. they just lost last night, I believe. So right now, because of he doesn't have a bona fide star next to him, I'll say Giannis, but it's it's by a smidge over LeBron. But I, I really feel like it should be LeBron James because mm. LeBron's averaging um, he leads the league in assists. Um, but again, he has a lot around. Him. He got a lot around him this year, especially you have Anthony, Anthony Davis. Yeah, and, Anthony- mean, and Andre Iguodala is probably coming. Oh, you I mean, so? that's only for defensive purposes while we're mentioning him, but okay. yeah, yeah, he's yeah. probably coming. Yeah. Um, I would definitely have to say my top three would be... But you got to give me your top. The top three. The top, top. Number one. Tip. So number three, I will go ahead and throw in um, um, Luca. Lakers had one seven straight, by the way. Number two, I would probably go LeBron. 
Maybe LeBron. You also said 12. No, I said no, Milwaukee. 12 is for Milwaukee. Oh, okay. um, two would probably be LeBron, mm. and maybe Giannis would probably be number one right now. Right now, he'd probably be number one. I mean, this is still a lot of season to go. Harden, although Harden is putting up these crazy numbers, and yes, what, what is what is uh, Houston's record? They're 18 and 9 and fifth right now in, in, in the West, which is, as we already said before, going to the West is going to be a very, very hard um, division mm-hmm. uh, with conference. Um, I think it was going to be tough, no doubt. Um, but I'm almost in a point of kind of like taking Harden for granted. Mm-hmm. I think James. I think what we see in LeBron James is his 17th season, and he finally is coming out saying that he don't believe in low management. You lying bastard! You've been doing it for your entire career. Just about. Um, to back to Miami once. I know. I'm going on vacation, y'all. I put my two week. <laughs> I put my two weeks in an ADP last week. Yeah, um, um, Utility pro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I. But I think now we're probably. Within the next two seasons, I could probably, maybe three, probably just probably going to be the end of LeBron James. I think he might play 20 years. I think he might call it a career. Uh-huh. He's going to let Bronny get Yeah, he's waiting yeah. for Bronny. Yeah. yeah. I think, I I think mean, he played play 20 years. what he's doing right now. Yeah, no doubt. But to your point, though, look how much he has around him right now, too. They're working right now. You have Anthony Davis. Hey. Who, who Anthony he, Davis ain't going bro, anywhere. He's probably going to be defensive player of the year this year. I'm going to tell you this. He could have less, and he's, his numbers are still going to look Oh, yeah. Like but it's LeBron James. That's what I'm going to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oldest. Dirt. Well, he's not the oldest dirt. For an NBA player? Oh, he's played 17 years. He's what, 35? Yes. Ah, he's, he's, he's still a, he's a young chicken. With those miles on his knees? Putting up those numbers at 35. It's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievable. Crazy. His post, but one thing that's so great about LeBron, though, his post numbers, as we said years ago, debating LeBron when he was going to get to this point, all he got to do is become a big man, go down low, and box everybody. He's 6'9 right now. 6'9, 250, 260. On top of that, the league's changed. Yes. So back then, you had power forwards and centers. Exactly. You know, now so you naturally don't have that. Yeah, it's yeah. easier for you to get You don't have that. So, But I think I'm appreciating, although I always appreciate his game, no doubt about it. I think he's one of the greatest of all time. Probably, possibly, you want to say top five of all time. It's easy. He's top five all easy time. Easy top five all he's time. He's arguably the greatest player to play, arguably. Now, we could sit there and make discussions on why. Winning the championships. Losing the championships. Taking a while to get the, the killer mentality. But Man, come on. Let's yeah, just yeah. physically he's the greatest player ever. Yeah. For to me, I think he's the greatest athlete I've ever seen. See, I wouldn't go that far. I do. I know, <laughs> I know that's you. That's yeah, you. I, I, I wouldn't go that far. I, I might think, go that far too. I think you can put him in the realm of Dion and Bo. I think I would still take Dion and Bo as my favorite. I never saw that. As a, oh, oh man, let me tell you something. See, <laughs> if I can if you're a young Ryan, I'll put you on your knee and tell you about some stories of Bo Jackson. Tell me, Doctor D. My goodness! Yeah, but I mean, Woo. listen, and our, that's a good argument because I mean, they did it in two sports. They did it in two but sports. I tell you this: if it, the NBA would allow it, he could, he wanted to, he could have done it in two sports. He was a tight end, a, a tight end in high school. Duh, he'd he be killing. Tore his knees up. Maybe, but he be, his knees if Bron could do it, guess what? So can Bronny Bron. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. And Anthony and just I'm posting saying, uh, fools up. Uh, he Gon- would have been Gonzalez, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, uh, look at uh, what's Antonio name? Gates. Yeah, Antonio Gates. So yeah, again, yeah. I, I think physically because you have never seen something that big fly that, that way. Yeah, I mean that's big. Like yeah, Bo was big, but Bo was six feet. You know, you talking about a six nine locomotive with a probably the closest. Maybe the closest two plays I think I've ever seen move like that, at least in my lifetime. One was the same, maybe the same height as LeBron. Maybe one was definitely shorter. Carmelo and Charles Barkley. Well, the, they, Carmel, I mean, he faster than them. 
I'm not saying that he's not, but yeah. I'm talking about guys of their size. Charles Barkley was just wide, but he was Charles short. Was but he was amazing. Yeah, but he, on the court, listen. his oh, I think I he just would, that size. I had never seen nobody move like he that. He would burn them in the foot. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. He's fast. And they listen, and they were fast. They were fast. Size, but yeah. he. He would burn them in a foot race. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. McCall Malone was a specimen, though. I you are going to say yes. Megatron. Is what? The closest comparison to LeBron. No. Calvin Johnson? Yeah. No. no. Like, no. just in terms of physical athlete. Nah, it would probably be somebody like a Gronk or Antonio Gates I, or listen, Gonzalez. I love Calvin Johnson. I don't think he had LeBron's quick twitch. None of the guys we... Maybe Barkley could probably in his prime claim the closest. Ooh, man, he'd get up and down the floor and just yeah, that, just sec- that second jump. Yeah. Oh my god! But the, just the sure physical, like he has basically everything physically, like everything. Maybe Magic Johnson too, because that's who I compare him to. As far as what? Uh, no, no, no. I think he's. A, I think he is a a super a superior version of a Magic Johnson. But Magic well, Johnson was fast. big and fast and going down the court too. I, even he wasn't as fast as LeBron. He's not, he could do it though. He wasn't nowhere near as fast no, as LeBron. No, not, not as fast. No, he wasn't. I would say he's even though he, I would say Magic is a better passer than LeBron. Yeah. He's a bit purer point than mm-hmm. LeBron. Mm-hmm. He's probably more killer instinct than what LeBron was before Miami. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Magic but would take your heart out. Physically, the uh, Magic physically is not comparable to LeBron's athleticism. Like uh, LeBron's athleticism is all. Oh yeah, it is, it is. It is. It is. No doubt. Yeah, I think uh, Giannis would be my MVP favorite at this point in time, especially when you look at what we thought they were going to do. Like the Lakers, we were expecting them to be a top seed in the West, whether that was fair or not. I don't know if we were thinking that necessarily for Milwaukee. I don't. I think with the Brogdon loss, we were kind of thinking they Except might back. they mm-hmm. might struggle to get that number one seed compared to last year where it was so easy. But it it, uh, it looks like unless it's Philly, it's going to be pretty easy to get that one seed. But did I thought we thought basically it was between Philly and Milwaukee? I I did, yeah yeah because I, so. I didn't believe in Boston. I didn't think yeah, Boston we think was Boston gonna, play as good. Yeah. I didn't think they were going to play this good. We talked yeah, about also, it. Uh, during the, um, before the season started, I didn't have Boston playing this good, so I still thought it was going to be between Philly and Milwaukee. I'm with you. Uh, you thought Brockton was going to hurt. See, the thing with the Brockton thing isn't the regular season; it's the postseason. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. he'll be missed. Probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what when you need those type that, that when shooting, let alone. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think nobody thought that Miami would be this good. I thought they would be definitely there. They're the number four seed right now. And number, number five, five. C is Toronto. Oh, I thought that was number four. No, you're right. I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Right. I'm wrong. And Toronto is number five right now. But we expected Toronto to kind of take a step back losing Kawhi, though. But they're still, hey, listen, they're still there. They're, uh, they're a solid games. team. Yeah, 10 See, games over 500. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. My last question. Boy, this ball is hammered. A short. Has to deal with baseball. How happy have you been with the MLB offseason? Why or why not? Oh, you got to be happier than last year at this time. If you're a player, yeah. I mean, Harper and Machado didn't sign to three weeks before the beginning of the season, basically. Mm-hmm. So at least you have the big names. One, yeah, even at his point, at least you have the big names out of the way. Yeah, the players so are happy. You shouldn't have the Dallas Keuchel type yeah. incident, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, where you had you, the guys out. Until after you don't have to give up a draft pick if you sign them. So I think those guys would be good. Because even when you look at it, probably, what, Ryu, maybe even Keichel again. If, if what happened with these star players in Radon and Strasburg and in um, uh, Cole, if they would have waited, 
those pitchers wouldn't get wouldn't have probably been signed. At oh, least, not right. At least now, no. one, at least one of them would have uh, would have yeah. would not been signed. Uh, yeah. So it's been more entertaining to actually have movement at the winter meetings mm-hmm. compared to last year. As a Sox fan, I don't know. <laughs> well, we, I, you know what I have. Throughout. It's not bad because you got Grandal. We got Grandal. Yeah, you made a trade for kind of a platoon right fielder um, coming from Texas. With a little slow legs. Yeah, defensively power, don't know what's there, but he got power. Strong though. arm. Uh, said things I've heard is day to day he takes teaching, but they don't know if he preps for the season in the way that he needs to prep for the season. Mm. Uh, he should be a platoon player, but as of right now, that's your starting right fielder. Yeah, and we're speaking of, I don't know why I'm blanking on his name right now, but... Uh, Mazzara. Mazzara, yes. No more no Mazzara. Yeah, no more Mazzara. Yes. So, um, do you see any moves coming down the pipe, too? For who? Anybody? White Sox? White Sox. Yeah. They're gonna Signing or trades? Either. Well... I have kicked around. I said this to Andy Mazur when I was on Sports Feed before going on that. Why don't the Sox go and get David Price? I'm not saying I want David Price. I'm just saying as far as someone is out there that you may not have to give up one of your players. I, I thought I saw the ridiculous trade today. Yeah, there was some rumors going around it's again. Like, no, nah, no, I'm not giving that up for David Price. And I don't even care if Vaughn and Magical or or anything, but I'm not giving that up for David Price when you're paying. You got to pay that that thirty something a year for the next three years if you if you sign them. Uh, I guess right now the Sox haven't been connected to Ryu, so they need, they need that's to, who I would go over. That's price. They need to be yeah, just because you can sign him with money. You don't have yep. to give up any facts. Uh-huh. And it, it, you probably what Bumgarner just got what eighty five, eighty five yeah. for five years. Yeah, so he should be in that range if not less than Bumgarner. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you were going to go hundred million for Wheeler, yeah. you can't do that for Ryu, who was he already. He's already played with Matt. I mean, with uh, Jamani Grandal. Grandal, yep. He's and caught. you saw what he can do if he stays healthy for a season. He, he was one of the best pitchers in yeah. the Cy Young this year for he the National. Be your number two. If yeah. you want Jerry Lee, I mean, because uh, the real, uh, Kopech. Let's be honest. You got to have two guys. They really should sign two. Yeah, but like, you kind of need a guy that's more of a front line. Yes. And then you, need then you should have had Cole Hamlin. I threw, I threw out. I was just like, hey, listen. If they don't do something, they're gonna do something. They, need, they have all the money. I would have went to. I would have went to Bumgarner and Amber. You like, listen. I give you both three years, a hundred million dollars. I would have signed both of them. They got the money to spend. I wasn't the. I wasn't on the bump. I'm not, but I just want. I just want some inning eaters. I think he'll definitely give you that. He'll definitely give you leadership. And I think he. I think signing two guys, which I think they should do, it will push everybody back one peg and make things a little bit more comfortable for everybody. You know, that's, so that was that was my that was my he's suggestion. Go down in the locker in the clubhouse. But you Ooh, also are yeah, getting three spots. Party killer, Tim Anderson's team. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. He's like, man, you better stop doing that. <laughs> Get out of here, Mad Bum! I'm, I'm the new uh, Adam. Well, Adam LaRoche. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, it sounds LaRochey. Yeah. So yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't big on it. But I listen. Kygo's still out there. Reeves still out there. I mean, if you look, you got at three it, starters for sure, right? You got three starters. Yes. What'd you say? Reeves thirty four, correct? Thirty two. Thirty two. So he's probably thirty. Okay. I wonder when is his. He's born in March. So March twenty fifth. He's about to be thirty three. So the problem with Ryu is, does he fit into your window? I would say yes. He's 32. You're not going to probably have a real chance to contend, if, and that's an if, till after next year. So he'd be 34. That's fine with that. I think that's one of the issues. Because I think you got so many young guys behind him. That's not, that's not a bad uh, Yeah. yeah and even, if this, even let's just say, How hey, old is David Price? He's 34. He, yeah. 
but even let's just say uh, you sign Ryu to a two or three year deal, right? And you have these young oh, guys. He get, he's going to get more than two. Yeah. Okay, he's giving five years. Okay, but he's giving five years, right? That's but you got so many young guys behind him. When you start to hit that fourth year or third or fourth year, you could just slide him back and make him new number, number five. You could put him down there because you got Kopech, you got, um, uh, you got, um, uh, I'm blanking on anybody's name right now. Giolito? Giolito, and you have Ronaldo. Uh, Ronaldo Lopez. Hold on, hold on, hold on, wait. You got Giolito. Everybody else is a question mark. Kopech? Kopech's a little more than question mark. No, 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 yeah. no, no. First of all, we only saw him for two games. That's true. All right. And he's coming back from Tommy, Tommy John, John, even though we know Tommy John nowadays isn't a career killer. But still, you don't, we don't know. We, that's, we, that, that can't be a confirmed, I got it. Until he comes up here and eats some that's innings, true. like that's the thing. Uh, true. You also have Dylan Cease. Too. That's what I was, about to say. I was about to say. Dylan Cease. Too. But at least you. But at least you. Mark. Cool. Cool. But but, but my, you gotta give him innings. But my point is, they're young. That. My point is, they're young. Will they be quality innings? Well, you might Hopefully. have to go with a six-man rotation because they probably won't give you as many <gasps> innings as a veteran staff would. I'm probably gonna have to pull the quick hook. I still say they gotta. I think they have to sign two starters. They can't just stop. They just can't. Do you like the one. White Sox offseason so far? I mean, it's eh, you know, the, the, you know what the only thing is kind of depressing about it. It's kind of like you get all this money, but nobody want it. Even the hottest girl in the, in the club, baby, I'm making it rain. I got champagne. <laughs> I got the car. I got the Phantom outside. Nah, I go with the guy that's reliable. You're just second city. Exactly. I mean, it's kind of like I got it. I got it all, baby. Like, no, nah, I'm good. So that's how I feel as a White Sox fan because they want to spend the money. They'll definitely let you know we offer them this. We offer them this, y'all. It's like they, they said no. Didn't they have a, a very close Strasburg yeah. deal or something? Cole? I think they was willing to give Cole. I don't think they were willing to give Cole 345. I, I heard something with the White, the White Sox. Sox offered, they offered, they, they did, gave, they gave Wheeler and um, Strasburg an offer. But we, I think Wheeler was the one that was kind of seen that was a nice possibility, but. You know his his, his his missus wanted to stay east. Also known as I didn't want to come to the Sox. There you go. <laughs> Not enough money for us to come over here. Oh, hey. no, I don't trust you. That too. So you know what? Event, you know what it might be, y'all. It might be they need to show once again another season of progression of with course. these younger guys. You have Mango. Well, I mean, you got to show that you can compete yeah. with the, your core. You got Mango. You're the missing piece. What's his name? Magical. Magical. You got Magical coming up. Magical, Magical. You have uh, uh, Lou Bob coming up. You know, as soon as he signs that Eloy deal. Yeah, so you're gonna have young. You're gonna have young guys. You're gonna have young guys on the team. I mean, you're gonna have a core locked in at shortstop. Your core is going to be up here now. Literally, your core is up here now. Yeah, you're on the clock. Cub it out and still can't produce from the minor league system. I would say this much. I would take it so cubby right now. Y'all go ahead and peak to the highest of peaks. Win a championship. Uh, I want more. Believe you me, I want another I'm one. I'm with you, but to be but honest. Damn, you, let me get one more. Well, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm with you. For the most part, I'm with you. I don't say that much. I, I can agree with that. Uh yeah, for me, this MLB offseason's kind of been whatever. It's been great for Cubs rumors. It's been phenomenal for Cubs rumors if you want something to just tantalize you for a second. Yeah, and then yeah. all the day Contreras is going to the Mets. Yeah. Oh, for what? Um, a lot of a lot of minors. Yeah, I didn't. See what do the Mets have? Uh, yeah, that's what I was about to yeah, say. Maybe no, some right. pitching hidden somewhere. Yeah, I getting pulled. Maybe. Though. Yeah. No, right. Absolutely not. Yeah. So. So I don't know. Uh, 
it's I guess it's still a little bit early. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, this is not early. We'd have a lot of moves by now, but given the last couple seasons, this feels a little early. Plus, still. there's still some free agents out there. Yeah. So teams are trying to figure out if they can sign a guy without giving up something, and then after the guy that they're going for, guys they're going for have to go to trade. Right. Out. Right. So I think probably I think December, late December, going into the new year is when we'll start to see if who the Cubs are trading. Because I think we all know the Cubs are probably going to make a deal. Uh, will it be Chris Bryant? Uh, we all have Baez basically being here. Uh, Contreras yeah. has the most value as far as controllable years. Yep. And depending on a, a, a rebuilding team that's looking for, a young catcher that can come in there and kind of lead that team. So I want be- Francisco Lindor. That's who I really want. I don't know what it would take. I don't know if they can't even do it. They but probably it don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know Does if he could swap them. Can they give Contreras and something else? Wait, hold yeah, on. what's the something else is the problem? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how desperate they are to get rid of him. Yeah, and then... I think they're kind of desperate. They've been talking about this for a while now to move him. That's what I'm hoping. Like, yeah, but dude, dude, the Dodgers will give them... Right. Yeah, I know. Dodgers have way more to give. Yeah, yeah. they do. They do. So, but if they don't want to give it up and the Cubs are like, hey, we got Contreras and this other piece are good enough pieces that get you over the top, maybe? You, they can find another team who will make that deal that has will give you more than that for a, a phenomenal shortstop like that. Probably. So Unless people don't do it. Maybe, but man, once that's what I want though. Once the 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 the, the um, floor is set on what you have to give for him, that's when we're gonna see how many people jump into that one. Because mm-hmm. man, that's who I want. That's who I want hall. the Cubs to go after. Yeah, you would be really yeah, give up a hall to get him. Give give him Schwarber and so Contreras. But, give him. Wait, but in that way, and not to say that he shouldn't, but again, would he? And this being his team. That would move Javi back to second. Yeah. Javi would be your utility top defenseman. You could play matchups. Whether if you got a lefty on the mound, Javi's your third baseman. If you got the righty on the mound, you have some combination of Lindor and Javi at second short. Do we know hmm. that for that for sure David Ross is gonna do that as much as Joe Madden did that? Well, Joe was big into analytics and doing that kind of stuff. That's why they had the hobby yeah. thing there. It would only make sense that David Ross would continue that on because he's supposed to be even more of an analytics but guy. But I think he's still gonna it, 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 he's still gonna infuse it with him too. Sure, I think there will be something. But even if count. you had Javi and Lindor as your top infielders at second and short, like you know, Javi would be tremendous at second. I don't think he really cares about that kind of stuff. I don't Dude, know. Everyone cares about. I think he wants to stay at shortstop. That's the, that's the position. But this isn't some guy. This is like his guy. But in this, Lindor. Oh, well, think about this. This off. Not to say he wouldn't. This is Javi's team, and so we're looking moving forward. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that's going to get the big contract. But he's got to get it first. Usually, that guy doesn't necessarily want to switch positions. I.e., Tim Anderson last year. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, yeah, I hear you, you put, coming, but I'm you, not giving this up. If you got Lindor in here, I'm assuming. Because you would if you'd have to give up, you'd have to try to sign him and keep him. Keep Lindor at second. Who cares? Yeah. Why not? We'll, we'll see. That's some pie in the sky for real, for real. Oh man. Pass me something. They can't figure out Can some defensive alignment. They're that egotistical. Well, no, they can't move. This is one thing. When you're just saying this, they don't really want to sign Chris Bryant and Javi to huge contracts. So why would they sign Javi and... Because Lindor, Lindor, they don't think he's going to go for 300 mil. 
but because he doesn't have Scott Boris. That's why they. Th- I don't think. Oh, I don't think you need Scott Boris to get through. Machado doesn't maybe. have Scott Boris either. Yeah, maybe. So, but is Lindor as good of a prospect as Machado? I don't think so. How old is Lindor? He's I believe he's the same age as Javi. Twenty. They came in the same draft. Whoa, whoa. Because they were. That was the big story. Him and uh, Javi were in the same uh, district of high school baseball and they yeah, had they this play, big yeah. game where dude, all dude, the scouts 26 26 26 yeah I thought so yeah dog he's gonna get that same he's he's that young hitting free agency that's why Bryce Harper and, and Machado got the money because of how young they were in free agency and everyone else if you look at look at Anthony Rendon Anthony Rendon got what 275 yeah but this is also a guy that has not been able to play a lot Boy, he's been injured a ton. He got that goes against his value he got 275 and he's 29 this dude is 26. So when he hits free agency, he'd be what, 27? Dude. I don't know. I don't know how many years he has left of control. He might have two. Maybe it's two. And you're going to come to him, try to sign him before you get to. You're not going to try to get him go to free agency. No, if you make a trade, no. whoever, whoever makes a trade of him is going to re- resign him. I'm not saying this him. is a realistic trade. This is. Oh, no, that's what I, what. No, I was, I was saying it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, we know. We know. <laughs> But you're just throwing the kibosh just to throw the kibosh. No, it's not likely. It's, it's not really likely. not likely. It's not likely. I mean, but it's, it's possible. You're acting like it's impossible. Well, Cleveland wants to do something with It's about with impossible. Them. Cleveland wants to do something with them. It's about impossible. I mean, oh, oh, so keeping Javi and Chris Bryant's more possible than that? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Ooh, I don't think it. so. You already have. But look, you I, already listen. Have I've been, I've been, I've been saying Chris Bryant's going to be probably going to be gone anyway. Yeah, They're trying to move him. I've been saying that. You already have them though. The thing is, if you can yeah. get Chris Bryant, do you want to sign him? You you even saying that Contreras... But no, 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 no. Yeah. You don't have Chris Bryant. He is going to hit free agency, and then you have a chance to re-sign him. Okay. He is not going to stay with the Cubs just to stay. But he, um, the point I'm making, he, one, he's still here. Yes, he is but still here. But the Cubs probably don't have enough to get... Lindor is what I'm saying because... Probably not. That's, that's my whole but point. But I'm just talking about contractually. Like it, making it work contractually. I don't think. And again, I don't think if they're looking at having two, two a two hundred and a three hundred million dollar player, and they won't do it, or they haven't come close to what Chris Bryant has asked. I don't know Wait which. Again, yeah, we don't know again, how that's going. He's a Boris client. Boris, even though we have seen Boris clients force Boris like, hey, I want to sign this money. Go get. He that. might be. He's, he's, his, his but deal's Chris Bryant, his deal's going to be north three hundred. He is an advocate of player rights. Yes, so he's he is. going yes, to free yeah, agency. No doubt, no doubt, there's no, no, doubt. no, there's no doubt, doubt about it. There's no question. He's going to get north three hundred million dollars. Chris Bryant, so? probably because yeah. just because yeah. they always go up. Yeah, the contracts always. Uh, what did Bryce get? I need to get at Rendon, least. Rendon, Rendon got what? Two what? Two forty five. Two seventy. Two seventy five. Chris Bryant's getting three hundred million. I That's what I'm saying. Rendon yeah, looks like a three hundred million dollar player going yeah. into free agency. He sure did. And this and um, what what is what Chris Bryant has? World Series championship, Rookie of the Year, and MVP. Yeah, Chris Bryant would be twenty nine years old when he hits free agency. And how old was Rendon? Twenty nine. There you go. More accomplished. Too? He got to be healthy. He got to stay healthy these next. Time. I agree with you on that one. That's a big thing. But that's with Chris the same Bryant, thing though. with Francisco Lindor. He can't stay healthy either. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not arguing that. I just, I just I'm, I'm giving the caveat to 300 million because he is a Scott Boras client as well. I mean, somebody, plenty I mean, of teams you just out know, there, yeah. will be like, hey, we'll give you 300 million dollars. All right, that's enough sports talk. We're done with that. All these badass teams. We're gonna go to something real good. Something that's probably the best thing we ever seen ever. before. Ever, probably. 
I can't probably we'll we'll discuss this at the break me and david show what's up everybody it's cameron smith from cbs 2 chicago you're listening to the d and david show dean davis last segment and it's time to delve into the end of one of the better series i won't jump as far as d just yet because i think i need to see what happens when the next time they do a season which they are going to do a we season. don't know they are i've read an article from the dude that's the showrunner and he the, the, the um the journalist was asking him you know do you want to come back or who would you want to be the showrunner and he basically was like well one probably a person of color and um someone that loves it as much as I love it. Mm-hmm. So he was basically like, it's going to come. They just haven't. And again, like we said with Westworld, when you have so many stars on uh, on a series like that, schedules are important too. Yes. Oh, yeah, no doubt. So you have to get scheduling all together. Uh, but this Sunday was the final episode of The Watchmen. Watchmen. It was fantastic. Yes, it was. Uh, some of the things that we've talked about, I think I, I mentioned that perhaps... Uh, uh, Vite was the statue. Yeah, no, that was I, D that theory. Was I said that. I feel like it was me. Oh, oh my god, dude, really? I don't remember. That's a you, oh, you don't remember? Oh, yes, you do. I don't. If you, you remember, but if, if you, he is the uh, he he breaks the tie. So you said it. Yeah. All yeah. right. Um, I thought it though. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> See, you thought nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing for you. Well, I put it out in the world. What, what, Damien, what uh, Damien Lindoff is the uh, the creator. So. One thing, and let me ask you guys this. Yes. So, Ozymandias. Yes. Are we looking at him? Adrian Boyd. Are we looking at he was what came down in those people's yard? I think we talked about this in the past. Yeah, that was, that was that him. Was, that was yeah, him. This is yeah. my question. Yeah, yeah that's what question. I said. I think he was, a, he was a... I said that one. Oh, you did not? I did. I think oh. he said that I said that oh, one. Okay, all right. Well, I thought it. Oh, but look, but I think we all kind of thought. <laughs> but, we are, but this is the thing. This is the request reason why I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. The ship was able to land in Europa. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't it unable to land? Because it didn't. It seemed yeah. like it crashed. Yeah, like it crashed. It landed. Elon in Europa. Musk SpaceX yes. perfectly. It down. landed in Europa, but it crashed in those people's yards. You saying for him to get? Wait a minute. Hold on. What what ship got to Europa? No, no, no. The, pit, the one that oh, picks him up. Oh yeah, the went and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The went and go get him. Yes, yeah. when he took out the. Um, the other clone had the mustache. I forgot what they called yeah. him. The Watchman. Not the Watchman. The Warden. The, the Warden. Warden. The Game Warden. Warden. Yeah. I don't know. It just crossed my mind like, okay. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So I just thought, because again, we know that when they thawed him out. Was oh, it, yeah. wait, wait a minute. Do we know it was a ship that he came in or was it just like, oh no, he came no, in a ship. Came in the ship. He came in a ship. They came, they they put him out. Him That's right. Yeah, yeah, look, yeah. Like we're going in space. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, going yeah, to yeah. take us years. You're going put your hands on your hips. Yeah. We're making a statue. Yeah. Do this for us. She likes. She you want to do what? Yeah, but uh, so that was one thing that definitely jumped out. I think we all kind of felt the egg thing. We all knew the egg thing was coming. That uh, we talked. Yeah, about based it. on the, the, that uh, Angela was probably gonna get the powers. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, that was kind of foreshadowed because I think a lot of people thrown out there because of the, the logo. I mean, the the, the, yeah, the image yeah, of her yeah, mm-hmm, exactly. being blue. Yeah. And so, uh, which was was fantastic. One thing that we didn't uh, we ended up finding out that I was wrong about was the uh, Judd, the Sheriff Judd stuff as far as his connection. We come to find out that after the White Knight uh, and it, when um, Cal, who, of course... Cal 
Calvin is a Dr. Manhattan had zapped one of those dudes to Mexico. That's how the seventh cavalry found out that he was still, he was back on the planet. Mm. And that's when they sent uh, <clears throat> Sheriff Judd to go him and his wife to become close with them, the, yeah. their family or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So any conspiracy theories I had before about Judd were wrong. Mm. Uh, so let me say that I, I will come out with that. <laughs> but, but we do know he was part of the Cyclops. Yeah. He we definitely part. know that. Mm -hmm. We definitely know that. Uh, it was definitely. Um, oh, speaking of that though, uh, it just dawned on me because the episode before episode eight, when um, Angela was talking through um, Dr. Manhattan at the same time he was in the past talking to her uh, grandfather, her grandfather she said like, okay, did Judd... No, no, no. But, so, yeah, 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 yeah. She was saying, did I sick did I th on, But come to come find out, she, he was right, though. I think in a sense. I think we kind of still knew that it was going to play out that it was it, it was the chick it wasn't it was it was the the chicken no it was the egg mm. that it, you know even though angela said that that he he wasn't there connected to her because of that he was there because he wanted to connect to her so they could exploit and get dr manhattan you see what i'm trying to say so even though this is what i'm saying even though she mentioned him you talking about lou gossip yeah even though she told Junior. gossip about him mm. it didn't matter because because regardless Sheriff Judd would have always been there because the Seventh Cavalry sicked him and his wife on her. Mm. You know, so even though mm. she told them and he killed her, one, he deserved to die, we found out. But two, I mean, because remember when we were saying this, we were having this discussion? Because I said I didn't necessarily believe that he was shot when he was sitting there talking to her. Remember, Who he was, was like, when Judd's talking to her and he was like, oh, oh so yeah. when the white, the white night happened, yeah. and he was like, yeah, I got yeah. shot. And I remember thinking like... Yeah, I don't Did know you if that MF shot. got shot, right? Come to find out, he probably didn't he get didn't shot. shot. He didn't get shot. Who shot him? Yeah. Right? They wouldn't have shot him. They yeah. wouldn't have he, part if of they it. shot him, it would have been planned. Exactly. Planned for right. deception. Exactly. exactly. Great exactly. point. Great point. Uh, so then, the, one th one of the theory things that I enjoyed from the, the well, several things. One was at the very end how uh, Lady True and also Louis Gossip Jr., uh, the hooded, uh, what is it? Hooded Justice. Hooded Justice. Justice. Uh, kept it, it, telling her and telling everyone about how Dr. Manhattan didn't do enough. So the foreshadowing mm -hmm. what Angela's role will be in the future with godlike powers. Uh, I loved... That's a good one. I loved Lady True. Me too. That yeah. Was, was like, but this is the thing too. Of course I'm going to kill you. Oh. <laughs> oh. And then how she, she said... Mm. When she's about to die in Vietnamese, I don't know what what is it. I think it's Vietnamese. Vietnamese, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How she's but and, and then how? Because at first you like, I love that scene. Yeah, because you're like, she don't get it off. It's like, wait, I think that thing is collapsing too much, or it, it is. And then she was like, oh. it was the squids that Adrian sent down. He says it's going to be frozen. like frozen, frozen, frozen yeah. squid, squids. So they wouldn't dissolve. And yeah, exactly. So he said like, you know anybody within a five mile five mile radius, hit them, get the hell up out of there. Yeah. And when that squid went through yeah. Lady Tree's Lady True's hand, and she looked at it with that hole she's like I'm still here baby come on hurry up hurry up hurry up and didn't come fast enough so one I think I wonder this and trying to get forward. them powers Lady True's clone mama alright yeah what's she gonna do moving forward cause yeah, one she of the was in a, hers remember that's her oh company. true is, yeah it's true that's her company right alright I love the fact that how, to, how, to, how it started too that she went into um Andrew yeah, voice oh yeah. uh, 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 office and, and got the sperm and then loved herself with. Yes. Now wait a minute. Did they ever? Did they, oh, maybe I didn't. Maybe I missed this. What? But did they ever say why she did that? No. 
They didn't tell us that. Wait, whoa, whoa. Why what? did why did Lady True's well, mother go oh, in? Oh, she was muttering it while she was doing it. She's like, "You think I'm going to be a slave?" That's for what you? I was about to say. She. So how I want to? Well, she she was a cleaning lady, did so I guess in she her knew. mind she was like, "I know how I can get us out of poverty. I'll have a kid with this dude's DNA because I know where to get it, mm-hmm. and now we're going to be on Easy Street after that." But it didn't really happen though because she didn't because he didn't know that that was. That she was her daughter. He until didn't want her to know, though. She didn't want. Yeah, she didn't want she Adrian. Didn't want she stole it. She stole his DNA. Yeah. He wouldn't have given it. So to how him. did they get on Easy Street then? We because of her to... mind. Because of the genes that. Oh, she's oh, yeah. a genius. He was a genius. He was a genius. Yeah. She built her. She yeah, remember yeah. she did what he said. Yeah, yeah. Because said she went to him for money. Did that thing cost right. forty two billion dollars to make? She made it with her own money. Own money. She was a she was a genius. I was reading this thing, uh, this article in the the Ringer today, and it was talking about. Uh, how True Industries had purchased all that stuff, mm-hmm. and it, it was actually I was looking at the uh, Pizzi, uh files. Yeah, Pete files. Yes, the dude who was the um, the mirror. I mean, uh, no, the uh, squeegee. Yeah, squeegee. Not squeegee guy. guy. What squeegee. was his name? Yeah. Lube dude. The lube, lube guy. Yeah, yeah the yeah, lube yeah. guy. Uh, whatever. I think they said the last. Also, one. the love of the silk spectrum kind of reveals that. Uh, but yeah, I was reading through that and it was giving the backstory to True Industries because they wanted the death certificate for Adrian Vaught mm-hmm. or whatever just to close it out or whatever since they bought everything of his or whatever. She bought all her father's stuff. But yeah, uh, the mother definitely looked at it as that was going to be her come up. I saw someone discuss colonialism. I do think that was partially in the mom's thought too especially yes. when we think about how the mother had that connection to Vietnam and she told her daughter basically never leave yes. Vietnam or whatever showing how important that was mm-hmm. to her or whatever but it was definitely a F you it wasn't an idolization it was definitely a F you to Adrian yeah. but also like you said that clearly with these genes I can have a genius and I think her I'm thing is like two, three, four, you're seven. smart but you ain't that smart but right, boy right. I mean clearly he's not he's got his jizz in the damn behind that Alexander it's, it's a, a ton of it too yeah, which means which for a guy that didn't want kids, clearly was thinking about if something happens and I need someone to procreate or having clo- some type of cloning or something to take place. Yeah. But this is what I was going to say. I wonder if we're going to see Lady True, and this would probably take more than one a next one other season. If because of course they own a cloning company, if oh, they would, did she clone herself? Yeah, would she leave a clone of herself just in case something like that took place? Because I mean, listen. Mm. Again, you want other villains, but and we don't. I mean, Adrian said clearly she's the most dangerous thing out there and a, a worthy adversary. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah. As he told the gaming warden, he was not. Yeah, uh, on his dying. Yeah, yeah, you weren't. <laughs> but uh, it would be interesting to see her come back because of being that character. It would be interesting to see what happened if she would have gotten Manhattan's powers and how they would have had to try to come up with a way to stop her. But odds are they probably wouldn't be able to. Probably not, but you know what? You can say that, and of course, she would be she would be even smarter than Manhattan and using her powers. But they were able to stop Doctor Manhattan. Part of that is Manhattan. Yeah, but but, it's true, whole, true, true. but it was uh, yeah. He kind of knew this is how I was going to die. I was about to, I was actually about to bring that up too. I'm very I'm very shocked that they killed off a god. Now it Did is they? it is only implied though because remember he said theoretically when it was in the bar when they when, when they first met uh, Angela and Doctor Manhattan and he brought the whole egg it's like yeah you know saying I could put my DNA whatever and pass, pass on my power powers but he but she said oh really he said well theoretically now theoretically doesn't mean absolutely it's uh, just theoretically it, it passed too. we don't know well see reading we I don't got know. a new no, no. Doctor Manhattan the, what's the guy you said is the showrunner. 
Uh, Damian Lindoff. Damian Lindoff was talking and was like, all right, so what do you think happened? Pretty much what you think happened happened. happened. This was just a bit. So he's like, either she got the powers or she sunk or yeah. we don't know. But she got. We don't know. But he implies she got the powers. Mm-hmm. So, because I mean, but like you said, how could they kill off a god? But they didn't. They're bringing it back different. Well, I mean, Doctor Manhattan is a staple in DC Comics. This is very. This is. But this is off in the timeline. True, but this to me is almost on a line, not completely, but almost on a so, line when Ned Stark got his head. No, no, this was going to say to you when you said that this is Ned Stark, but we said that in this. This was Ned Stark's death for this for this series. Right. I mean, but so I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't predict Doctor Manhattan being killed on this show. I, I, I also didn't pick Ned Stark to get his head chopped off either. He but. was going to die for like yeah. three to four weeks. They put in the. He told the us it's going to enter. As soon as he said, listen, yeah, that's true. That's true. Episode eight. And, and, yeah, yeah, when he said you're going to die and you're still going to try to save me, he's done. And this is the last point yeah. for me th- that why what you said that Lady True is would it be hard to defeat the Doctor Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan killed himself knowing that if he didn't, they would always try to come for his powers. I believe mm-hmm. it would be a never-ending thing. But remember, and then what happened when someone succeeds that? isn't someone that you can trust with. But he is a god. Goes back to the point of what Will Reeves said. He could have done more. He could have snapped his fingers and everything would have changed. He made a choice to die. He made a choice. He literally went to... Maybe that's season two. What's what's season two? Like maybe there's more unraveling that comes from this. That why did he have to choose to die? He can't see past death. Remember when he but, had the, we had the ring in his head. He was when he came out after the ring took it out of his head. He's like, man, I'm trying to figure out where I'm at. You can't see past death. You can only see to what was going to happen. He saw up to what was going to happen. Yeah, but he, he saw That's himself it. make the choice to die. Yes, but he can't see himself. So he, we he don't know what that choice dead. is, though. We don't know what that choice is. That's what I'm saying. The unraveling. What if we go back in time with him and Lou Gossip, and he tells him, "This is why I need to die." And it's something completely different than what we expect. And remember now, if she has the power, Angela should be able to do that. Bring what? Bring him back to life? Something? No. Is she good? To go through time. To go. Oh, yeah. Not, not, yeah now she's be able to see everything. How, how much of this season in time travel were, were she used as the vehicle for us to look through the past mm-hmm. with the nostalgia drug? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was, just, so I was now, just thinking about it. Now she got a permanent nostalgia, nostalgia yeah. drug. Now you don't have to use that. Yeah. And also we would have to see her get adjusted to that type of living. Think about yeah. it. That's the, that's the thing. She has to get adjusted to all those powers. She is now somewhat of a, I guess, a demigod? Why wouldn't she just be a god? I get what, I mean, I don't demigod is. Yeah, because I, I, mean, I mean, she has his, if she genuinely has his powers, she's a god too. Because I mean, listen, it was just not like Doctor Manhattan the, the, or, was born. The, or, the like, origin of how he got like, his. Hercules, I believe Hercules is like a demigod. Yeah, like the people, like the when when the demigods are half human. Half yeah, god. the gods that uh, would uh, definitely they, be her. Yeah, the, when the gods came down and so was Doctor Manhattan. Though. But but see, the thing is, no, no, a demigod is from the loins of two people: a, a god and a regular person. Yes, right. But Dr. Manhattan was a human being that was turned into a god. Yes. So she too would be a human being that's turned into a god. I just think the origin of how they actually receive their powers obviously is different. 
I mean, yeah, he was fried to death, and she ate an egg. She ate an egg. And she was, was bestowed better. upon power. He so what do we think? As soon as she power. took this egg, she just turned blue, and now, now she, she didn't turn. Now she floated. No, I'm saying theoretically, we think what's going to happen. Yeah, she turned blue. Her eyes went white, and now she's walking on water, and she just got the powers like that. Or is it more so what we saw in the image of the uh, of the poster, basically of the show? She has that tint of blue, but she's still rocking the sister sister night. Well, she's not going to wear night. She well, it may be at the beginning. She's not going to wear a mask long in the next season. She's not going to wear them. Louis the Gossip Jr. told us told us that yes. they kept here yeah, and yeah, yeah. even going with what Ozymandias said to the game warden when he was like why'd you have me wear a mask he said masks make people men cruel like it, they're telling us that the masks have to come off. off so she wouldn't and she wouldn't need a mask with how powerful she is oh yeah now she's basically like I'm Iron Man basically yeah, I can, you know who I, I am can protect these kids and still do blah blah this whatever whatever so that I, I, I do think partially that's true but moving forward I don't I mean she may keep the hood but she's probably not gonna wear that eye black yeah I mean she doesn't have to she's a god she's literally a god or my maybe my prediction. I'm I'm not saying I'm right or wrong, or whatever like that. Maybe she'd be somewhat. She gonna walk around with that. her lowers out like Doctor Manhattan. Oh, she don't got you. Let's she hope can, she can do the she can do the I'm top saying, in, She can do the, she can do the top in the fake panties. prosthetic Manhattan. Wait a minute, what we, did, we all over the place? What did um what is Silk Spectre? Definitely a shower. <laughs> so wait, what did she say, what did she say to the uh, senator? Oh uh, yeah, he you was, look, look terrible with them panties. Yeah, he was like, it will be overkill. It's like I'm a god. It'll be overkill from walking around here with my dick in your face. So you look nice and you And then pants. he turned into a puddle of blood. <laughs> oh, that was so sweet. Oh, you knew it was a puddle of blood, too. It was like, oh, yeah. And it was simple. It was so you sweet. You knew he was fried as yeah. hell. It was so sweet, too, that she sent them away using his blood. Right? That's crazy. Like, yeah, y'all get up out of here. These racist motherfuckers. Let me get you up out of here. It was definitely too. very good. It was uh, especially compared to other like uh, American Gods season two was. It, I think the last two episodes were kind of like what. Although I hope that Orlando Jones now the heat off of him getting in fire and everybody want to go uh, binge watch the first two seasons of that. But. It, one of the better characters that was on there. Mm-hmm. Um, is Important on there. character too. Yeah, I mean, uh, so that that kind of sucked. I love how they arrested Adrian at the end too. So I love how he knocked now him out. Night Owl can yeah. come in right into. Right into picture, they can sh- share a cell together. What's the name? Mentioned that he they mentioned them. Use uh, Night Owl uh, in the next one, not just Adrian, but the showrunner oh. said that you know. Now wait a minute, you keep bringing up the show. You keep on bringing Lindoff. So he's basically for everything I've seen. Say, listen, I'm. If they're gonna do it again, they're gonna do it, but I'm not gonna be a part of it. And it's kind of interesting too with with HBO Watchmen. doesn't usually do that though. What? They usually keep those showrunners on. He's for for everything thing. I have seen, he said that he's stepping away and he doesn't own the rights to it. Obviously, he doesn't own the creativity of it. So he wouldn't he wouldn't mind somebody else coming in and him and him picking up. Because listen, so every iteration is gonna have someone else coming in. Probably because every iteration of Watchmen, honestly, from the comic book to the movie to now the TV show, it's been three or four different groups of people. The only one that's been consistent is not Alan Moore. It's the other dude who was kind of like the, not the writer, but he was kind of an illustrator. And he was just kind of kind of like, yeah, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I can give y'all some, some pointers with it like that. But he's more so kind of like a, a bystander almost. So every iteration from the TV show, the movie, and the yeah, comic book has been something completely different. It's nowhere they're going to leave this money on the table. So it's coming back. I would personally say, and this is, I guess this is a hot take. Nope. I think if they didn't bring it back, it'd be cool too. If they didn't bring it back, 
I felt like that about season two of Chappelle. Yeah. I was like, you know what? They can stop, they, they can stop it. If they didn't bring him back and they only, oh. if Watchmen was a one-shot deal and that was it, honestly, I'm with the money, it's stupid. But if they made it a one-shot deal, I'll be I don't know if I would have liked it. how they ended it if it was totally one I love shows. No, I, I love like shows that make you keep on thinking after it's done. I, think I it, love it. I, I, it. Actually, to me, the ending is even better if they don't bring yep. it back. Because yeah. we can always sit there and think about what happened, like D saying or whatever, and sit there and just make, have theories on it. I, if, it, if they didn't bring, but I thought that like if they if they didn't bring it back, I would be fine with it. I think they did a <coughs> phenomenal job, yeah, a terrific job. There was no, I don't really feel like there was a filler episode in this. If anything, it was early. Yeah, if, if anything, maybe the first episode. No, and that's, no, I'm just saying because we were kind of getting. To know what's going on, and I, we didn't have a backstory. Listen, I said to lead up into the segment. I said it's probably one of the best you said shows. That's the best. If we were talking about comic book based television shows, anything around it, it's probably the greatest of all time. Well, I mean, if we're one not, I didn't know we were using those. Well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, no, I thought we were just about. saying if it was I mean, great the, that you said this was the greatest. Sh- your, oh your no, 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 season. No, 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 no. Huh? That's what my greatest one is. season. I think you said. said Man, show. listen. I think I think that one season is probably better than anything I've ever seen over a series long run. Series in, in, in this in this genre in this genre yes in this genre yeah in this genre in this genre yes yeah, it's that, the greatest. That, that, Confines it. Yeah, so, but I want to. I want to confine though. That, I want it within the self. Something this good. I don't think you have to. This can go up there with things in other genres. Is this season better than any season of Game of Thrones? I don't know. Mm. It's maybe no. It's that's hard. Game of Thrones. Yeah, did you watch Game of Thrones? I've watched Game of Thrones, but I didn't see that. Show. You didn't watch Watchmen? Nope, I haven't watched. Watchmen. You gotta watch Watchmen. Yeah, it's HBO, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. you gotta. Watch. I don't know, man. Game of Thrones before was it season five when it went to. Sh- like game it was it, but 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 it was a, but but it, there were a few episodes, maybe one or two, that were kind of full of filler, filler episodes. Mm. There were no filler episodes in this. It, it, if if it's true that they only going for a one shot show, a one season shot, there couldn't have been any fillers. They had to do this from beginning to end. I think it Game of Thrones nine three or four might be or season. Might be like what what was the season two or three when they did the Red Wedding two. I think, dude, that season was hard. Okay, all right. <laughs> that's oh, I love when they killed her when she because I but wanted, it paid off at the end. Though. But that was that wasn't even that wasn't the end of the year. That wasn't the last episode. That was the halfway. That was the middle part of the oh, season. Oh, I thought that was the last episode. Yeah, no, that oh, okay. was the middle. It might have been one of the last, but it wasn't the last. It was let's, at least a couple more let's to see, go. Let's, let's okay. Look, uh, put, wait, wait. I mean, listen. The simple fact of how it trended on Twitter and everybody's reaction to the red wedding that was that was television history of itself. My whole thing is with this with this season for one shot, I could probably say if you want to debate one season of Game of Thrones, okay, it's fine. It could have been a season of Lost that was up there too. True Detective for me still that first season. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good Ryan. That's a good one. Oh, nice. Ryan, that's a good one. But that's a little different because it was meant to end. End for right. sure. If right. This, every chapter it would only qualify if it yeah. ends. Great point. Just I'm sure night. somebody will fight fight with me over a season of The Wire. I'm sure somebody will fight with me over season of Breaking Ooh, Bad. There. I'm sure somebody will fight with me over Better Call Saul. I never seen. I don't that. know about Breaking Bad, but The Wire. Yeah, The Wire probably's got a season in there. That's like that. It was uh, in the second half of the season. Okay, but it wasn't the last. Episode, it wasn't the last episode. Right, there. right, right. I mean, but it's definitely up there, man. This is honestly, I can. We, I think we can agree with this. It's been the best show on it television this year. Two, Ryan. 
What'd you say? It, it was season three. Great mm-hmm. yeah. season three. Yeah. That was a great one. But I think this is probably the best season of television we've seen this year. Yeah. 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 I think so. It's yeah. Not even, I'm trying to think if there's anything that really qualifies. And everybody so. came into this like, what are they well, going to do? Well, 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 one thing, and I will say this is better than it, but I'm not to diss it because this was hard. The boys. The boys wasn't better than this. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. You said I'm, I'm oh for this season, yes, for this year, for, for this year. year. Oh yeah, the boys was great. Yeah, for this. The year. The boys was great. Yeah. We talking about drama, comic book, kind of base. You know what I'm saying? You want to kind of divvy out some. Hey, you didn't tell me that um, Anton want us to come on and talk about sports movies or whatever. Yeah, I think I told you that before. No. Okay. Did you go? I saw him today. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, but I remember you told me like you know saying you didn't watch po- a lot. That was of- for you to plug that podcast. Huh? That was for you to plug their podcast. Oh yeah, let me get that. Uh, shout out to Anton Deshawn and his guy uh, Raheem Branch. They have a podcast that's going to be dropping soon uh, on Spotify and Apple. The name of the podcast is Ooh, I think is the Screens Raised Us. Yes, it is. The, the Screen Raised Us, right? It's basically a movie podcast, but it's um, it's yeah, a movie a podcast based on movies. First like episode that. is John Weatherspoon. There you go. I think they're going to uh, put out a John Singleton one. He had a really good one that he mentioned today about reboots that they like mm-hmm. and dislike. Mm-hmm. So y'all make sure y'all check that out. Yeah, definitely check it out. Between, well, I'm about to say between the ferns, damn it. It's uh, the Screen Raisers. Uh, the Screen Raisers podcast. Uh, like I said before, uh, Spotify and Apple podcast. We're probably going to be on there uh, sometime soon because I think yeah, I think they're going to I think they're going to try to record a bunch of them and kind of drop them one by one by one. Um, but sports based uh, movies, so that's good. That should be good. Uh, but no, man. Like, what's I said, your favorite sports based movie? Mine's is probably Hoop Dreams. <sighs> Mine is probably. I love Major League One. Mm, that's it's a great one. That's hard. That's a good one. Probably Major League One. Because two that. sucked. I can go with that too. I love that too. As a kid, yeah, probably major league, like a Thanksgiving staple. Yeah, yeah, major league's a good one. Yeah. What about yeah. you? He got game is really high up there for me. Ooh, that's a good one. Really Jesus like Shuttlesworth. Guy, guy, what you got? Why you laugh? We're talking. He got game. <laughs> We're talking about sports movies, right? Yeah. Wow, hater over there, guy. Uh, Definitely. I had like Mike on repeat when I was a kid. Who? Like Mike. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Turn this mic, put this microphone back off. Whoa! <coughs> Damn! Put that microphone back down. Hey man, but that's you. Hey, hey, listen. I'm sure it's probably probably some kids Is out there. Is that with Bow Wow? Yeah, it was with Bow Wow. Yes. I bet it's some twenty old with Bow Wow. I bet it's probably some twenty year olds are probably out there. Probably thought, um, Space Jam is probably their favorite uh, sports movie. I'm probably sure. Yeah, it's but it's got Michael there. Jordan in it. Hey man, it's like Bow. Mike doesn't have Michael Jordan. This is, this is Bow Wow, man. This is Bow Wow. Um, what power. about what about Talladega Nights? <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Matter of fact, it's somewhere I got it here too. Oh, oh I love That's that. That's a good one. I got it too. Shake and bake. Oh, What'd that say? was Coach Carter. I saw that on. That's good. Remember the Titans was a great one. I always loved the replacements. The replacements. Was I don't good. know how great it is. You talking about the one with um Keanu? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I was thinking about thinking about Longest Yard. 
But I was thinking about the one with, with Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. Me like and Chanel that. went on our like first or second date to the movie theater that was in the South Loop. Oh my! We God. stayed in there. That it was it was in the middle of the summer. They didn't have an air conditioner. I went oh. and got us some ice, and we sat in there and watched that movie. I had uh, my. I don't worst, know why we didn't leave, but we didn't leave. <laughs> I had one of the worst people next to me when I saw that movie. He was movie? laughing at every joke oh. with that obnoxious laugh. And like when Burt Reynolds comes, he's like, oh, Burt Reynolds, baby. Like that kind of stuff <laughs> all throughout the movie. I was like, dude, oh, yeah, what, what are you doing? Um, Hold on. A League of Their Own is great. I saw that. My mother took me to go I see that. I loved A League of Their Own. League of Their Own was a great Sandlot. Yeah. Sandlot. Sandlot. Yeah, that's going. a good one, too. Okay. White Man Can't Jump. Oh, yeah. That's I a good like one, too. White Man but this jump. one we haven't said. Brian's song. Yeah. As we have our Twitter handle, Ryan's song. Yeah. I mean, I tweet, I tweet, I text Shane, Ryan Song. That's what his name is. Yeah, yeah. Brian Song. Oh, I love show Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. Yeah. Show me the money and your body parts. It's I'm a lot of them. It's a lot of them. Creepy. Man. Rod, what can I How do? How about for this you? one? I guess this would be considered uh, sports dodgeball. That was in here. Dodgeball is a great sports movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. dodgeball. ESPN Ocho. Mm-hmm. The Ocho. The Ocho. <laughs> the Ocho. That was a great one, too. Uh, what was the one other with Will Ferrell where he played the, with the basketball team? That was uh, Jackie Moon or something. Yeah, Jackie Moon. What was the name of that, that movie? Was what, what was it? Semi-pro. Semi-pro. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. We had the. How we, about basketball back in the day? No, that was. No, bad. I ain't like that. That one. was bad. I ain't like this dude made uh, South Park. Million Dollar Never Baby. Never saw Hoosiers. You know saw um, Million Dollar Baby. What's wrong, Million Dollar Baby? That's solid. You like me? Oh, Rocky. Mm. Yeah, now we're talking. Rocky, probably Rocky one through three. Joanna man. No Rocky four. No Joanna man. Joanna man. No Rocky four. Hell no. He Is takes that the- down the Soviet Union. Yeah, Rocky four was up there too. Come on. Yeah, it, actually, it was five. It Jackson it's died. the worst wait, 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 of wait, the three. Wait, wait. And he kills Action Jackson in the movie because he doesn't throw the damn towel. If he does, he dies. Yeah. No. <laughs> It's a lot of good ones, man. So, yeah, we have on the podcast. He did all that just so he could come back. Throw the damn towel! He'd be like, you know what would be good? If he died and I came back and beat this guy myself. <laughs> I know what Rocky was up. Let me stuff this down. But anyway. Oh, Creed? Mm. I like Creed. It's cool. But um, Michael that, B? That's it? That's it? That's cool? He doesn't like Michael B? I'm good. No, he's more of a Michael B fan than Tony is, at least. Yeah, but that's not saying a lot. I'm not that far away wow, from Oh, really? I really liked Creed. I really person. liked Creed. It was good. It yeah, wasn't yeah, like, yeah. I didn't leave it like, damn, man, that was inspiring. I mean, Michael B. Jordan. You know, like when he was in Philly of, with all the motorcycles running around punching him. There's not a lot of variance in his characters. I do want to see that movie he has with Jamie Foxx coming out soon. That but looks even really watching good. watching that, it's still like, I, I do think get, it, get, it will improve, and I'm not hating on that, too much success to that young man. But there's a lack of versatility. That's yeah. a lot of big actors, though. Okay, but we're talking about him. Michael B. Well, he's still very young, though, too. That's what I just said. He's still young. He's he's, still, he got a long way to go. a very long way to go. Very long way to go. He'll be James Earl Jones. And he's been acting for a long ass time. Yeah, The Wire. He'll be James Earl Jones even before that or yep. whatever. So, definitely. But anyway, last finish up The Watchmen. Yes, we diverted to off that. Uh, definitely uh, one of the better series. Yes. Um, it's so well written, uh, so layered. Yes. yes. The cast and the score by Trent Reznor was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, the the cinematography was excellent. All the little hidden little gems yes. out there. Oh, yes. Man. It was. It, it. This was. I'll say this much. This is the most rewatchable show that I have ever watched in the, at least 
in the last 15 years. I was going to say that because I don't rewatch stuff. I don't re- and I rewatch. I don't do I that. I watch it one time and I'm fine. Maybe Dark Knight is probably the only movie I would watch over and over you again. You said what? Dark Knight for me. I love Dark Knight. But I don't watch things over and over again. So it might be some years down the line when I watch this. Maybe like when Grace is older. I'm like, hey, you want to watch this show? I'll watch it with me. I'll watch Watchmen with you. I, it's probably some years. I think but- I rewatched every episode. I did uh, the final episode yesterday. Because you, you know of Watchmen. Oh. Because okay. I think too, that Sunday night I'm 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 going to sleep when this show's coming on. But I mean it's, I'm starting to yeah, fall yeah, asleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I did see things that I could tell, you know what, I was drifting a little bit or whatever, but I did finish the episode. Dude, let me tell you something. I was so tired that Sunday. Right? The guys had just left, the guys was over here. Uh Anton and Joe came over to watch the game with us a little bit. We smoked a cigar, but Anton didn't. Uh, but we watched the game. I think I worked out that morning, whatever like that. So Watchmen Zone, bam. Me and the missus watched another little show before we started watching that. I fell asleep like three times watching it, but I was so determined to watch it. I finally finished watch, watching it. I woke up, Raymond woke up like at three o'clock in the morning. I thought I had about 20 minutes left. I had 40 minutes left. So I sat there and finished watching it at three o'clock in the morning. I had to finish watching it. Dang. Had to finish watching I figured, it. Had to. I, I thought you didn't. Um, well, y'all text. I, I had saw. You didn't re, re, I could tell that you didn't reply. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, he must not be watching it. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but I, I did the see the text. Thing on there. Yeah, I, I saw the text. Later, so I was like, he didn't watch it right away. Yeah, yeah. I watched it, but I just fell asleep. Yeah, I think I, I was I was dozing. But it it was definitely a treat, especially with this terrible sports season in Chicago. Oh, yeah. This saved us. This saved us. Sunday, yeah. I the Bears year of Game losses. of Thrones, yeah, being yeah. Game of Thrones holdover. No West, no Westworld back just yet. Yep, coming back no. now in about two months. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, that's gonna be why you pay for that subscription. I hate when people hate on Westworld. You know we do too. Are you gonna binge watch it? Or are you gonna watch it week to week? Well, if we're gonna talk about, it, I have to do. We gonna to talk week. about it. All right. That's definitely we're gonna talk about. Maybe we should go ahead and just do a just a Westworld podcast. Westworld podcasting. Probably. Shows like this next. I mean, we come in season three, but uh, when Watchmen comes back, definitely have a more more focused podcast for us. Man, I don't know. Y'all keep talking about it's coming back. It's coming. You stop. It is coming, baby. So deep. Next week, it's going to be like there's no way it's not coming back. I would think so too. Leaving them. Listen, all the zeros. Add the zeros. You think Regina King is going to? This is this. She might be one of the. Baby, one and done. Boom! I Dude, dropped the mic. This is. Am I God or not? This may be her biggest role. She's the lead character on a dog. No, she's the lead character on a, a, a hit HBO series. Was this Regina King's biggest role? Hmm. Besides two two seven. Yeah, I knew he was gonna go there. Calvin, I, I love the fact at some point a big thing. Her uh, two love interests on two shows kind of bookend her career. Uh, Both with name was Calvin. Uh, I like that. Yeah, Think about that. Calvin. Um, it's funny because she when she was talking when you say that when she was talking to Doctor Manhattan in Vietnam at that bar, it started to remind me of how she was in two two seven when mm-hmm. she was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so some some some. I was like, she reminds you me. wrong. Yeah, yeah. it's like it started to yeah. remind me of that or whatever. I mean, listen, I, I always say, man, you back up the Brinks truck, they're gonna come back and they're gonna work, yes. but. If they was to say like deuces, we out of here. Or remember, Watchmen universe is pretty big. They can go into other characters they didn't even touch on, and it could be like something completely different. It ain't got a average in the king in it. Okay. I'm just saying you could do it. Okay. That's all I'm saying. After the showrunner doesn't come back, the first thing they want to do is not bring back the actors. They can do something different. Keep us watching it. They can do something different. Okay. I mean, what they could do is bring the characters back who are still alive and, as we said, with the owl, bring in other characters that we didn't see. Mm -hmm. 
don't know, y'all. I mean, the big thing too is there's going to be the trial, and th- then what happens when the world? Oh, pow- with Adrian. Yeah, with Adrian, and when, now when the world powers know that they were set up, that there is no dimensional war going on. This will be the first time there's ever a direct sequel or continuation of Watchmen because there's no continuation of the comic book. There's no continuation of the other movie. The movie, yeah. So this will be the first time they ever do it, and that's why I said, do they want to break the streak? Yeah, they probably do. Okay. <laughs> All right, hey. Thank you for uh, sitting down and listening to us. All right. We love the fact that you uh, listen to our podcast, Dean Davis Show and Dean Davis Flip. Appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dean Davis Show. Once again, it's at Dean Davis Show. Facebook.com forward slash Dean Davis Show. iTunes, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Google Music, Stitcher to tune in out. We're on Anchor. We'll get you on the Spotify, YouTube, and now Podcast Republic. All right. I'm on Twitter, Demons One Kings on Twitter at That's Davis. Ryan's on Twitter at Ryan B's. Be ski. Thank you for Guy for hanging out with us too. Follow Guy on Twitter at Pay the Guy. And also too, we don't give this man enough shout outs, man. Dedrick Cologne. Uh make sure you follow Dedrick yeah. on Twitter. Is this, is this Twitter handle just at Dedrick Cologne? I believe it is. Um but yes, our guy who does all our imaging for us uh, for the podcast also always record us on his radio when he's out driving Uber or Lyft for us being on the score. Uh, definitely a big shout out to him, man. He's, he's been an integral part of our career as well. And also, too, shout out and much love to everybody down in CLTV Sports. Yes, say, oh, Larry, Jared, Josh. Dedrian 180. Dedrian 180, thank you. We definitely appreciate everybody at CLTV Sports Feed. Uh, make sure you check out the screen raised this podcast is coming out especially if you yes. enjoyed us having this discussion they're going to have discussions similar to that uh, we'll be back with the flip uh, in a week and a half a week so we will be back on the score for three nights uh, that um, Friday going into Saturday was that Thursday 27th the 30th and is the that Thursday that's Thursday going into Friday yeah but we just I mean yeah our times is 2 to 5 on that Friday the thir- 27th yeah. the 30th the last will be the wrap up for the last game of the Chicago Bears yep. that's on the 30th we're going to be on from midnight to 5 Sunday night Sunday night uh, Sunday night Monday morning yes. and then the next day uh, Tuesday again once again 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. so it's December 31st we always appreciate you spending some time with us don't do anything stupid before you hear from us again keep your hands to yourself <laughs> <laughs>